What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Reality Kingdom, where we put the real in reality or whatever. Period. Yeah. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're here to discuss Big Brother Twenty Five Week Three or whatever. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. AKA the Fields Family Playhouse. <laughs> the The Fields Family Values. The Fields Family Farm. The Fields Family Values. Uh, where that's from? Jackson, the Braxton Family Values. Oh, period. I know you watched. Damn, our winner, a big brother, uh, a, a big brother cameo. Period. Period. The fuck, y'all. Let's get into this motherfucking scene. This was. Oh, I hear some. I hear some. What you hear? Are you tired? Are you over it? Is she, I'm sick. Is she done? One. Is she done? One, I'm sick. Two, honestly, I'm not over. I, I this is what happened this week for with me, y'all. Beginning of the week, I was like, "Oh, it's getting a little juicy," you know. Mm-hmm. Three of them going crazy a little bit, like, "Oh, maybe back door red." Very quickly, I was like, "I was like, oh, I'm over it." Like, I'm over it. Not a question. They got a random question. Lee. Well, we met in high school. Unfortunately, you couldn't answer. You couldn't no, tweet. Oh, you don't. Actually. I, <laughs> you met me. No, I'm playing. Bitch, we don't try it. School. You know me. I don't even big, know you. Yeah, it was big beef. Big beef. It was, it was big beef. Girl, I didn't fuck with him at all. She wants to beat me so bad. I'm making shit up, y'all. Let's get to, let's go with the podcast. Come on. Boom. Um, I was not feeling it because I was sick of the Sari flip floppy, and it just seemed like people were going home randomly or being targeted randomly. They were targeting McCall and Bowie and, and Red, and I'm like, okay. like At this point, honestly, I'm done with it. It's not even interesting because it's not strategic, you know? And that's the thing. A lot of people are like, you don't want entertainment, you don't want entertainment. Honestly, I'm going to speak for myself. I don't. I don't watch Big Brother for entertainment because Big Brother is not entertaining in that way for me. If I want to see some drama, bitch, I'm turn on, if, if, if anything, the challenge. You know, yeah. if I want to see some drama, I might turn on a whole nother show, a whole nother reality show, a Love Island show or something. You know, for Big Brother, I'm here, honestly, for the strategy. So I'm sorry if the strategy is not strategy and I get tired. That's what the fuck happened. That's what happened in the middle of the week because they were just doing random shit. They were just panicking and shit. I'm like, calm the fuck down. But honestly, we 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 calm, we come back and yeah. now I'm back to I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm here for the ride and I'm ready to go. Lee, was you feeling good this week or you was feeling bad this week? I was definitely feeling bad this week. I, I literally tweeted earlier in the week. I was like, honestly, like, I feel like week two proved to me that Sari can do whatever the fuck she wants, and she's always going to end up in the best position of the game. So mm-hmm. I was like, and at the end of the day, I am here for Sari. At the end of the day, I do want her to still win. I, I have a slight bias from knowing her in the Survivor realm. I do kind of still want her to win. So I'm not as annoyed by her presence as other people. I'm actually very much here for it. Mm-hmm. However, the Mimi target. The Mimi target just gave very much, like you said, like, and I'm okay with the delusion on some people. I still feel bad. Like, I don't agree with the Heisen move, which we're going to get into. I don't agree with them turning on Red, Bowie, or Cameron. However, I, I'm fine with letting them go. Now, Mimi, that's where my bias is coming in again. It's like, I'm fine with what Cerise doing mm-hmm. until it starts affecting Mimi. Yeah. And we talked about this off the podcast. I think overall, whether you like her, whether you don't like her, who you're rooting for, who your bias is for, it's like, it's not necessarily fun when they're fixing things that don't exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. like, a lot of the stuff that they're, like, finding it's in people to up. distrust 
It's just straight up made up. And like to the fact of like now that they're acting on it, it's becoming real. But it's like not because it was actually happening, but because these people are now forced to mm-hmm. be in those positions. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I can definitely see how some people um, think it's boring because I do see one comment saying the season is boring because of Sari. And I can I honestly can see how you feel that. I'm not going to lie because it is going to be a steamroll. It is going to yeah, definitely yeah, be a steamroll. I just personally, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I don't me. care. I'm sorry. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not, um, I'm, I, I, I thought it was boring. And I, I was telling Lee week one. I was like, I was like, low key, I'm gonna be uninterested real fast because I know it's gonna be, you know, Sari steamrolling. I'm not a fan of the steamroll. I'd rather people all play bad and and, and it'd be more even playing field than someone steamrolling. And my attachment to Sari, it just never gets to that level. I, I don't really get to that level with nobody. So even though I like Sari, I don't like her enough to where I am gonna be entertained just because she's steamroll. I can't do it. Like I can't do it. Even though I want her to succeed in the game, I just don't want to steamroll. And no one really wants a steamroll. No one's saying I want a steamroll. Yeah. But I think a lot of people, some people are okay with it. And they're like, well look, Ceree's winning. And for me it's just not giving that. Like I'm 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 bored and each week is just proving to me like, ooh, this is gonna be an easy season. And I told someone on Twitter, I was like, I mean, I know Sari or one of her daughters or sons is winning. And they was like, oh, so you just see the future. And it's like, I guess the fuck so. Because I know I mean, one of Sari or her daughters or sons. For a winning. fact. I mean, the core right I, now in the house is Sari, Jared, Izzy, Felicia, Corey. One of those five are win- is winning this season. That That is what's happening. And if you don't think so, girl, you're not paying attention. Like, they just have too much control right now, and they have way too people snow. Come on, Pyramid. We're giving Abby Lee Miller at the, <laughs> at the, top, at the, bottom. At the bottom of the pyramid. Heisem, <laughs> you didn't do it for me this week. Heisem. You lied, <laughs> and you underperformed. <laughs> and at the top of the pyramid again for the third week in a row, we have Sari. <laughs> You've done it again. Sari, you keep going above and beyond my expectations. Oh, shout out to Land. Period, make it rain, land. Period, make it rain. But yes, boom. This is the pyramid. And of course, Sari's at the top. But this is it's like vaguely the house structure. You know, Sari is mother running everything. And then her sons and daughters huh, are in the core. Um, and then this next level, it's like Corey is connected to them. But Sari and them know Corey got to go. So that's why I'm like, okay, he needs to be under them. McCall is connected to Sari, Jared, and Felicia by the brown sugar babies. Of course, and then Blue, Jag, and Matt are connected to them by the seven personal lines they made. So there, there's that, and everybody else is really just not connected to them. Bowie does have the bye bye bitches. Red does have the professors, but baby, they're ready to nominate them as pawns. They're ready to backdoor them. The people at the bottom are going home. Huh? Sorry. Um, starting with Heisen. Yeah. So no, the pyramid is not the pyramid is not based on our like. Liking. This is it's just a vague. On, I just wanted to show the pictures, and this is just a vague structure of the, the house. Uh, so the like, house. The, the, like towards the, the top is definitely the safest and probably least likely going home. And the people people towards the, the bottom are least connected and more on the chopping block. Because yeah. like that's what we were thinking about the, how it's happening. We're just thinking like this is a pyramid, and Cerise at the top, and all yeah. information, all strategy, all gameplay flows through. <laughs> yeah. to the bottom. Yeah. So it's not perfect. It's just a way to visualize the players as we're talking about them. Um, especially in like a structured way. Oh yeah, someone said, look, it's gonna be another big twist. I didn't even think about that. That's so true. It's gonna be another twist coming. That's However, true. we've seen that 
people who have established themselves in the game where yeah. they have a power structure, they have numbers, they're just genuinely smart, like they're going to be able to outsmart the twist. So I honestly don't expect it to affect them too much, but we will see. Yeah, it'll, it'll be cute. That's the thing, like, I will say if I have to hope for anything, I guess that's something I can hope for. Because me, I'm bored. I'm sorry, y'all. But, uh, but so at the beginning of this week, Miss Felicia, well, Riley went home. And what happened before Riley went home is that Jag tried to do a Hail Mary at the end of last week. And we didn't get to talk about it. Um, Jag tried to do a Hail Mary and save Riley by claiming that he's going to, um, that everyone else is voting for her, for her to stay. That pissed some people off, but it kind of dies down by the end of this week. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning of the week, it pissed people off, and that goes into Miss Felicia's nominations. So Miss yeah. Felicia wins HOH. Period. First of all, let's talk about that. I'm actually very, very excited about right. it. I'm excited that she won. Now, what she took place during the week, we're going to get into. But I'm excited that she won. I mean, it just shows that they're doing more equitable comps this season. And I really, really appreciate that. I love that she is the oldest uh, woman house guest to win an HOH in Big Brother history, period. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I love that she's in the game. I love that she's able to, you know, build a resume. Because a lot of people question, can Felicia win this game? And it's like... Her taking out Heisem, that's not something that people are going to forget. I mean, if her social game stays well, it's like she's someone that people are already considering as a player. So I do think if, you know, she stays in this position going to the end, like, I don't know. We can walk away with a Felicia win. Like, yeah, like, okay. it sucks because Big Brother's a lot about perception. I think Miss Felicia is a great candidate for a winner already because she's playing so well. She's well-centered. She's probably well, in one of the best positions. Yeah, she is playing well. I think, she's in a, I think she's in a great position, but we'll get into why I'm questioning the well. Oh no, I think um, yeah, I see. But um, I like I like her reads. She's one of the main people pushing to make sure we keep McCall safe. Mm-hmm. Over, go ahead and get into it a little bit. Yeah, over, over some other people. Like I like I like that about Miss Felicia, and I think when she when she does wear HOH, it's like she helps solidify this group that she kind of really wanted. If we want to talk about who wanted this group the most. And who made the group like Felicia does a lot of good things um, mm-hmm. with with the gameplay. Honestly, I, I like it a lot. I think she'd be a great candidate to win. I think I think my thing with Miss Felicia, I love her. I love her so much. She provides so much entertainment. But I just think that her and Izzy, the other field's oh. daughter, she they're not really putting. I feel like their individual gameplay first. And that really bothered me this week, especially with Felicia being the HOH, because when she wins, of course, her targets um, is Heisem, but she wants to nominate Jag and Cam to do so. When Jag is nominated, he pitches this uh, new seven-person alliance that would include him, Blue, Matt, plus Jared, Izzy, Felicia, and Sari. And you're right. I do like that she took that opportunity to really push for this group to happen and really make this work. But I just hate how every time I'm watching individual strategic conversations with Izzy, Sari, and Felicia, it is them ignoring their own personal connections, their own feelings, their own biases, and just doing whatever Sari wants. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, right. that's the thing. It's just kudos to Sari for misting her allies and everyone in the game. But it just sucks because I feel like there are a lot of people in this game where, like, Felicia, you'll have an individual relationship with. Izzy will have an individual relationship with. And they just always defer to Sari. I think mm-hmm. Izzy's a little bit more. Um, yeah, I was just finna say- with it, mm-hmm. but I do think Felicia just she. I think Felicia more so goes with the flow. I think Izzy yeah. specifically does an entire one eighty. 
<laughs> I think Miss Felicia mainly goes with the flow, but I don't like how it's just like Suri brings it up. Well, let's put them up. I'll yeah. just put them right on the block. Let's yeah. do it. And I just didn't like seeing that from her this week because eh, like it's just like that's what's helping Suri stay in so much power because her closest allies are completely willing to do whatever she wants to do. Mm-hmm. After like we talked about this off the podcast, I think the reason why every time it gets so chaotic in this uh, season is because Sari will say something instead of someone, you know, going through the information in a way that would come to a conclusion that would, you know, benefit the entire, all of them, or just at least a way where their entire games aren't blown up. They mm-hmm. immediately start acting on it. It's immediate, you know? And I think that's because you have Felicia and Izzy, people who are willing to just go with it. They're just willing to just do it. And it's like, no one's fully thinking. And then they just start hyping each other up. And it just goes from there. And it's like the only person to bring them back down is again Sari. So it's just mm-hmm. like it's sad because they're also damaging their games in the process because they are now in front of targets in front of her. Yeah, I was gonna say with Felicia versus Izzy, I like that Felicia seems to do a lot of work with making sure the people who are being brought in are close to her. Like Jag just got done saying the people he trusts the most are Sari and Felicia. When someone else is saying, oh, Serena is, he was like, ah, mm, for me, it's Serena and Felicia. I know mm-hmm. with Matt, he likes Felicia um, a lot. She has a great one-on-one with her. Blue is telling Felicia more information than she's telling Serena. So I do like that Miss Felicia actively cr- creates connections with these people. I feel like Izzy just kind of I agree. Less her so social game I is like great. But we can get more social game is with... definitely top tier. And I will, I will give yes. her that. that. The social yeah. game is great. It's just that strategic ability, it defers to Serena a lot. Mm-hmm. And I just do not like that. Yeah. Um, so she wins HOH, and Sari, kind of what Lee just said, um, Sari helped shape Miss Felicia towards the direction that she wants to go, which is to backdoor high some for sure. Because initially, Miss Felicia was like, Jack can go, <laughs> Jack could go. Um, and she was mad because Jack had did the thing with Riley, claiming that Miss Felicia had flipped back to saving Riley, which was, yeah, well, she was pressed about that. She was really mad about that. So she was like, I'm just gonna nom Jack and Cameron. And um, Jack could go. And if he wins, we don't care. Oh, I don't give a fuck. And then Tari and Izzy um, went upstairs to her and basically were like, we're back on Heisman this week. And Miss Felicia was like, oh, back on Heisman now. <laughs> Period. So the, the agreement began that Heisman was going to be a backdoor. She's just going to nominate Jag and um, Cameron. And this is when, after that, Felicia had a conversation with Jag. They created the seven-person alliance, which is Tari, Izzy, Jared, Felicia, Jag, Blue, and Matt. That is the seven. They are now called the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. And this is like a new structure. And girl, you know how them is with structure. So it's like, it could be a new structure for today, you know? And that's it for tonight. But um, it's it's been consistent throughout the week. So it's going to be something we're going to talk about. So boom, that's the plan. Back to Um, Does anything happen between? Oh, yes. <laughs> Before we get to um, him actually getting back doored, there was wavering, as they do all the time, about potentially taking out Red instead. And this happens because Red and Cameron are trying to shake some shit up this week, y'all. Yeah. They've had yeah. many conversations about um, Red realizing, well, Cameron tells Red about the plan to backdoor heist. Um, after, because Cameron is told about it. Everyone in the house knows about it but Red. And yeah. Cameron tells Red the plan. And Red had already been feeling antsy about his position because they literally have stopped talking to him as much. Um, And that plus the information from Cameron um, made Red 
kind of shift his pace. How do you feel about what Red did right here after this? Because he kind of like tries to rekindle a little relationship with them. But then also you can see he kind of tries to start making stuff with Cameron. So what do you think he should have did? Or do you like what he did? I mean, what you mean? Like going to talk like to somebody after he about this information, his I feel like what his two biggest things was, was he went to them to try to plead his loyalty. And then also we see he's trying to now make a whole new thing with Cameron. Do you feel like he should have chose one or the other? Or do you feel like he just got to do what he got to do? Or, how, or do you feel about it? I mean, I think honestly he did the best that he could do. Um, I mean, when you think about it, a lot of the mistrust they have for Red is so made up. Honestly, it just is. Red is a very perceptive person, but he's not necessarily the best strategic game player. I mean, basically, once he went to them and um, got Felicia to admit that she wanted to backdoor Heisum, when he left the room, they immediately clocked that clearly he was told. They assumed Bowie told him, or Bowie and Cameron told him, and they assumed that he did this to try and bait her into getting him to say hi some and that, that he did do that i will say that is what he was doing however it's because he genuinely wants to work with them like he really wants to be in their core and he mm. has been wanting to be in their core since the beginning of the game i do think it is a shifty of him this relationship he has with cameron some of the things he shared with him but i do think from red's perspective he is doing what he can to protect his game and that is sticking with that group so honestly i don't necessarily think that he i don't necessarily think that there's much that he can do like there's not many things that he was going to be able to say that was going to get them to change their mind so i have no idea someone was like how many alliances has cerita created child well we know there's the brown sugar babies (laughs) there is the bye bye bitches that's two we got the professors we got the seven deadly sins. Um, there's another group that forms this week that's supposed to be an eight with everyone in the professors except Heisem and Mimi, basically. When they added Corey and Jared, mm-hmm. that doesn't even have a name, so that's not real. So it's a, it's about four to five, plus her little duos and trios and final twos. and Yeah. Yeah. Um, boom. So after... The red situation. He tries to rekindle that. They start getting more and more upset with him, and um, then they're trying to decipher whether or not potentially he should be backdoored instead of Heisum. And there was a lot of momentum for this. Like there was a lot of momentum that had built up. They were going like damn near crazy that night. That night it was really really big. They had brought it to Felicia. Um, it was Felicia, Izzy, and Sari in the HOH room all night. This is after Jag's veto win, right? Or no? Jag had already won the veto. That's correct. Okay. So Jag had already won the veto. And then they uh, got worried, more and more worried about Red and Cameron kind of as a duo. And we're like, maybe we should backdoor Red. And um, this night, it got real crazy. And so they went into the HOH room. And it was just a lot. It was a because lot. they were deci- basically trying to decide who to take out. Because they, their process is. There is an entire side. Izzy was literally sitting before she brought all of this up. She was literally sitting and she was like, oh my God, we don't have the numbers because they have Matt, Jag, Blue, Corey, McCall, America, Cameron, Red, Bowie, Hysom. That's 10. And it's they like, were just saying names. <laughs> they were literally, literally named all just of them. naming the people in the house. <laughs> she, listed, she literally listed the cast list. 
So there's literally a video someone clipped of all of the names that they, they went through. They said America's name, Mimi's name, Bowie, like Red. Like they was like, we can put anybody can go up. Yeah. Anybody can go up. And this night when I was just getting so so annoyed because like that's where it's like it's not fun to see them trying to work out things that's not even happening like bowie is not with some middle group because this middleman alliance that's what's causing it all that is what's causing it all so if you don't know Corey made a joke about the people in the middle potentially working together and Three assumed that alliance was Mimi, even though her name was not mentioned. <laughs> Three assumed Cameron, Red, America, Bowie, and they wanted Corey. Yeah. So she assumed there has been a group, and this is what's gotten her so nervous because she thinks if this group is real, they can pull in all of these people and they're making us take out Hysum. So maybe we need to keep Hysum. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of delusion because, I mean, Mimi just last week was telling y'all to not go after Hysum. Yep. <laughs> So I just think like it's it's annoying because it's like are y'all forgetting past conversations? Like it feels like it's not based on any actual like real information. Mm-hmm. It's just them sitting up there talking. Yeah, they're literally making up a reason for everyone. It was crazy. It was like watching. It was it was just so weird because they were literally talking and they're like, okay, so we need to make sure Hyson stays. And then they started thinking, well, maybe. Red and Cameron don't need to go, and maybe we need to just backdoor someone else altogether. And maybe we should just take out Bucky, or we should make sure Cameron goes. So let's put up someone who will who will stay against Cameron. So they're like, maybe Bowie, maybe America. But then they're like, fuck, they just mm-hmm. evict America. And they were like, okay, maybe we put up McCall. And they were like, oh wait, no, they might just evict McCall. And then they were like, well, maybe McCall just needs to go. Maybe it just needs to be. Oh you my God, y'all, y'all! And when I tell y'all, because this is the night you were watching, I was I taking count. a nap. I, you, I was taking a nap, and Pharaoh yeah. was watching. I woke up to hella updates, and the last thing I said was, "I saw was I'm turning it off. They pissing me off. Yeah. I'm going to bed. I'm annoyed." Yeah. And then I came into McCall. I came into all of this mess, and like, let me set the scene, y'all. They are all three in the bed. Watching the HOH TV, <laughs> watching the people walk around. They look at they, they downstairs, look Ooh. at the kitchen. Mm, look at blue, look at blue and Jag. You see how they ain't coming to talk to you, Felicia? Felicia's like, Yeah, no one can't talk to me. She's like, Mm hmm, because they all think they're safe. They think they don't need to come talk to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't even want to come up here. Blue comes up there and brings them food. Oh, hey, blue, hey, blue leaves. Mm. She didn't want to. She didn't want to come up here. She didn't, she didn't even ask want about the alliance. She, she see, you see how they didn't even try to come and make this alliance. They didn't even try to come solidify the seven deadly mm-hmm. sins. So it can't be a real alliance. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's so Little crazy. Nicole. Mimi, Mimi comes come up. Here. She ain't been no. up here all day. But Bowie comes up. The door is locked. They don't even let her in. Which mm-hmm. she's been spirals from that information. Mimi comes up. They let her in. She sits for a while, awkward as hell, because they don't want to talk. They just got do, got done trashing her. They don't want to talk to her. So she leaves. She clocks the tension. But in general, they're literally just when she like literally when McCall goes downstairs, she's talking to Jag. Look at her talking to Jag. And she just <laughs> told her, look at her mouth. She just told her who's up there. He just asked who's up there. And it's just like, what are y'all talking about? They're literally bed. watching live feeds in the Big Brother house. In a <laughs> live from in, without sound, without sound, and just making up conversation. 
and then reacting strategically about it. It's just like, oh my god, because this night they literally. This is when I told y'all about the lines earlier. They pulled in. Jared Bowie walks Rory. in. They start talking to Bowie for a good while. Yes, because and Bowie, she 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 gets really paranoid. She starts spiraling. She speaks to Mimi about it. Mimi's like, "Girl, calm down. Mm-hmm. It's not that serious." Because Mimi child is. But it was. <sighs> she didn't even know. But Bowie, she starts doing a lot of what I wanted Mika to do. But I mean, honestly, she don't need to do it because she's still good. But she starts hanging around them more. Starts talking to them more. Specifically that night, she's mm-hmm. opening up about how she felt outcasted. Maybe not have that much information. She wants to be involved, and mm-hmm. they end up making alliance with her. Yeah, she says you don't want to play the middle. So they're like, okay, Bowie, you in? And then they start talking about who else is in, and they're like, okay, we know we got Jared and Corey because they're literally fields. <laughs> Wait, wait. That's when this happens. That's literally when this happens. So so they know they have Jared and Corey. They bring Jared and Corey in the room and they tell them everything they've been saying. And Jared was like, wait, how do y'all know all of this is happening? Because they're literally saying everything is going on. And Sari's like, it's in the air. You can feel it in the air. You can feel it in the air. (laughs) (laughs) And then so... So let's let's kind of deep dive into this a little bit because the people be like people are basically saying the reason why she's doing this is because she is used to playing Survivor. Um, high I tweeted, yeah, High tweeted like playing Survivor. He he was on Survivor what forty three, forty two, one of them. <laughs> and he was basically saying like this is how Survivor is like it's fast paced. Anyone's a target at any time. Anyone's name can be said. And mm-hmm. we see Cerise saying a lot. Specifically about Bowie, I'll use an example. She'll have a conversation. She'll be like, and people around here thinking Bowie is just, ah, mm-mm. everyone is here for a reason. Bo, you didn't get casted for nothing. You came here to play. Mm-hmm. And baby, that's just not the case. I, I, I mm-hmm. tweeted earlier, I was like, literally, I think one of her flaws is that she's assuming everyone in the game is just as smart as she is. Mm-hmm. But baby, this is Big Brother. Mm-hmm. You, like, seasons because big brother cast one one mastermind a season and girl it's you mm-hmm. and you're miles ahead no one's gonna be able to catch up and i just feel like that is really clouding her judgment because there are people like bowie mccall red people are just down for the ride they really are <laughs> like they really are Blue offering herself up as a pawn. These girls mm-hmm. don't be thinking, Sari, they don't. They, they don't. don't. She don't play with no newbies no more, child. But I was telling Lee, I was like, I think, and this is, this is, I was telling Lee that I feel like she'd be making it up, but that's not how I really feel. I do feel like she genuinely thinks these things. But also, I think Sari has just become natural at creating targets in front of her. In Survivor, that's what she had to do. She had to consistently make sure someone else was going home before in front of her, especially her first season because her first season she was like really at the bottom like everyone was just gonna vote her out because she wasn't getting challenges so she was the pro at making someone else a target in front of her and i think that's why she's so good at coming up with these creative ideas on how to make bowie actually threatening i was telling me i was like if she doesn't say these things about bowie no one will ever get her out and then sari could go home in front instead of her and it's like i think sari even if it's accidental i think it's more subconscious like she's learned the muscle memory a big brother. She knows how to make sure people are targeted in front of her. She knows how to position herself. She knows how to do all this shit. I think she's on, and I told Lee this too, I was like, I think, not even I think, Sari is the most experienced person to ever play Big Brother. She has played five other social strategy games. So coming into Big Brother this season, she is the first person we've seen who has this much experience with a social strategy like game. So I think she's 
at a level that honestly is just unreachable and that she's just definitely getting to the end of this game. And it was hard for us to see it at first because the way she plays is so different and unique. But by week three, I'm very confident in the fact that, oh, this girl is good. Like, we're good. And, and it makes everyone else, I think, look even worse than they already are. They probably are not that great. But it makes them look even worse, honestly, because it's yeah. like, you just look like y'all not doing nothing. People are on Twitter dragging McCall and dragging America. And it's like, I don't think we would be dragging them if they weren't playing good. They're playing with the a, the they're playing with a non-tier player. Like, yeah. she, like, if she makes it, she's going to be at the end of the season. And I, when I tell y'all, she's already in the top tier. I'm, like, I can I, She's like, already I'm in competition of best day. player. When we're talking about best player, Dan or three, that's where we're already at. And if she wins, I'm sorry, y'all. She got it. <laughs> If she, she wins, she out there. Even if she doesn't win, like if she gets like top five, like girl, top ten, she got fifteen, best player of all time. I don't know. I don't know. Y'all gonna be mad. Y'all gonna be mad. I'm gonna give So, anyways, Corey and Jared end up calming them down and reel them back in towards we got to just target high school. Just get high And they they're down with that. So, um, it seemed like it was such a long time until Hyson got evicted because. Um, He's still in the victory, girl. I mean, until Hasn't got renamed, but um, some of the big events were um, this alliance. The seven finally met. They met before he was not right. I'm pretty sure they did. Um, yeah, they met real fast. So the seven met real fast for the first time, which was the Blue Jag Matt and them alliance. And when that seven met, the seven started exchanging some information here and there. So eventually, Blue and Jag end up finding out that Red and Cameron have been saying their names because they have. Um, and we can get into that because Red and Cameron are trying to build something up. So what happens is right. they pull in Corey to have a conversation about how they would love to basically build something with Corey um, and some other people. I, I guess like, specific people. Yes, the other people. <laughs> and Corey was, Corey was like, okay, what other people y'all thinking? And they're like, well, maybe Matt, um, especially Matt, maybe Bowie. Um, and he's like, anyone else? And they're like, we don't really want anyone else. But mm -hmm. what about Mimi? Choose, not Mimi. Not Mimi. If we have to choose someone else, maybe America. She's a little lighter. Um, <laughs> so, so like her, if anything. But they're wanting to keep it very um, mm, bright, transparent. They want a bright alliance, like yeah. sunny, like like you know. You're not trying to brighten up the place. You're trying to whiten up the place. You know oh, where that's from. <laughs> They want they want alliance to look a little bit. You know, they just want similar traits between similar backgrounds. It feels like it's what it feels like. <laughs> Specifically, Cameron. I like this. They're not pairing up with an opposite. They're not. So anyway. <laughs> so anyways, Cameron is pitching this alliance to Corey, and Corey has way more information than him because he's a Corey Warden Fields. So so Corey's like when they're when they're mentioning Matt, Corey's like. You think Matt? And they're like, well, yeah, we have Matt. Matt will go with the majority. And he's like, I think Matt has a Black lot. majority, of by the way. I think I think a lot of people have Matt. And they're like, he'll go with the majority. My thing, I'm thinking, he'll What's go with the majority. majority. That's not y'all. <laughs> they met the majority in America. <laughs> like, what? Like, it was not y'all. But um, Corey's basically trying to tell them, baby, it's not giving Matt. So anyways, Corey ends up leaving after they don't listen to anything he says. And they basically say, listen to us, son. They're trying to son Corey. They Corey really Adam. are. Because he had a lot of good information. He was giving him a lot of good yeah. information. Uh, well, not a lot. He was being kind of coy. But yeah, he was giving he preferred, him information. He, he wants them to stay low-key. Exactly. But 
you know, y'all know Cameron. Cameron thinks he knows everything. Cameron's a know-it-all. I mean, we saw how he was with the whole Riley Alliance, and he slipped on them and to protect her. Like he thinks that he got this game wrapped around his finger. And I will say he clocked that Serena and Izzy are running it. I will. I mean, they're making it pretty obvious, no shade. Yeah. But he clocked it and he's aware of it. But it's like he thinks that he knows how to get them out and what structure needs to be built and how they're going to be mm-hmm. able to get to the end. And he doesn't realize he has zero power. And Red is making him think he probably is safer than what he is because every time Red talks to Sari, she plays in his face and he immediately believes it. Mm-hmm. So I think they have a sense of confidence thinking that Sari and the professors are still protecting them when that is not the case, not in yeah. the slightest. So Corey leaves and Matt walks in. And their idea is to pitch this concept to Matt. Meanwhile, Matt had just solidified the seven with the seven. So mm-hmm. they pitched the concept to Matt that they need to all get together. They need to start taking out the Jags, the blue, literally Jack and Blue to Matt face. Like, girl, what? Mm-hmm. Jag the blue, Cerise, Izzy's all and that. And I thought this was a bad thing. So Matt leaves this conversation and he talks to Jag about it mm-hmm. immediately. And Jag is like, girl, what they say? Because I know they was talking shit about me because I know they want me out. Matt is like, oh, you know, they weren't saying too much. They were just discussing Mimi. Yeah, they told me they, they want Mimi me to um, go after Mimi. Mm-hmm. And, then, and he was like, what? <laughs> and, and Jack is like, that doesn't make sense because I literally know they're coming after me. <laughs> and I'm assuming that's probably what they're telling you. Like, it just wasn't adding up. And Matt was stuttering and stumbling, and he didn't really know how to like respond to Jack clocking that that probably wasn't what it was saying. But it wasn't given Jack was suspicious of Matt. He just was like, they're lying to Matt. Um, so Matt, you shouldn't believe them. They're lying to, mm-hmm. to Matt. I think I think he said that Mimi told them that she was targeting um, Matt. And yeah, he was like, they could just be lying to you because mm-hmm. why would Mimi tell them that? That doesn't make any sense. Whole time, Matt is just a terrible liar and said yeah. anything and got caught up that fucking quick. But I was shocked in this moment because I'm thinking Matt is not a fields. You know, he you know he has his own yes. mind. He's he wasn't born yet. Game. But, I mean, we found out later he's just not going to tell Jag because later the next field. day he's just going to tell his mother, Siri. Yeah. So next Siri, day, next day, Matt tells his mom, Sari, and we have birthed another son. Um, literally. Well, not literally. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's rewind because two nights before this, Sari made a deal with Matt and Jag in the back mm-hmm. room. And it was based on the fact that Riley told the three of them to work with the three of each other. And so she's well, she using- confirmation because she said that in the exit interviews that she told them to trust Sari, which is crazy. Yeah. She is single-handedly about to ruin their games. <laughs> Yeah. So she's using, Sari she, is using that information from Riley to create a bond with Jack and Matt. And it worked, especially with Matt, who was in love with Riley. So now Matt is indebted to Sari because Riley leveraged for Sari for Matt. So now Matt's going to do anything Sari wants, probably, in my opinion. And we start to see that he gives her so much information now. Yeah. Like everything he hears, he gives either Sari or Felicia because those are the people he trusts the most. That's who Riley told him to trust his girl. And we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it uh, on on the uh, rating a little bit more. But like, he's in an interesting spot because everyone thinks they have Matt. Yeah. Everyone thinks they can control and run Matt because I mean, he's socially with Jag and Blue. He's still under the cover, being complacent with Cameron and Red. And then you know, three Jared and Felicia are making sure to bring him in to one on one conversations, trio conversations, not even with Jag and Blue at this point. They're just bringing Matt in. They're just talking to him separately. And I don't know. 
I don't really know where Matt goes. That's definitely interesting to see because I think specifically Jared thinks he could do he can make him do whatever. But I don't think Matt cares about Jared. He does. <laughs> he can make him do whatever. One hundred percent. Or even like Felicia, I don't think Felicia's gonna try to make him do anything. That's the thing. Of the people who might try, which is probably Jared, Tariq, Corey, or Cameron, I think he's gonna listen to Tariq. Mm-hmm. Now the day of the back door, right, girl? The, the morning <laughs> of. You're thinking, oh, it's just gonna be a simple day. Hell no, it's a lot going on. A lot going on. So basically, Blue finds herself trying to put herself back in a good position because for some reason, Red told Jared that um, he isn't trusting Blue like that. You know, he doesn't really like her, Jack, or whatnot and things. And um, Jared, of course, told his sugar mama, Blue. And Blue went to work. She said, I'm going to start talking to Cameron and Red and try to get back on their good side. She pulled them aside, grabbing them all in public and talking to them. Well, Miss Felicia didn't like that. I see why she was like, that's the thing. Like, people were judging her for grabbing them in public. I see why she was grabbing them in public. She's not really trying to work with these niggas. She don't give a fuck. That's why she was grabbing them in public. She don't give a cap. Like, Felicia, you can see me grab them. We're in the alliance. They're not in our alliance. But Miss Felicia didn't. At all, at all. So she she pulled Jag right in front of the living room, right in front of the living room. She's like, "I know. Tell me what y'all are doing, because, because I'll put y'all up. I'll switch this shit around right now. I'll switch this shit around right now. <laughs> right the fuck now." Right and then he takes now. her to the room. He's like, literally, genuinely confused. She's like, "Why am I seeing blue? Grab Cameron and, and grab mm-hmm. Red. Are y'all play Are y'all doing something? Are y'all playing me? Because I switch all this shit around." <laughs> All this shit and Jared's in the room. They're talking in front of Jared. She don't care, she don't care who heard it. She, she not give a fuck. She don't care. She said, I'll switch all this shit around. I'll switch all this shit around. And she was dead ass. She was dead ass. Dead ass. But Jack was like, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. So they disperse. And Felicia goes upstairs. And she starts talking to is it Izzy. Somebody who's hyping her up. Like, Damn. Izzy. Izzy ass. And Sari ends up talking to Jack. So Sari is like trying to calm the situation down. So her and Jag are talking. Jag is playing his side. Sari's doing great work or whatever. Meanwhile, Felicia getting hyped up with Izzy, <laughs> literally. So then Felicia and Izzy end up going in the room. They're in the half now room with Sari and Jag. And then they're able to hash it out because Felicia, I mean, Sari's basically vouching for Jag. She says, no, Felicia, he, that's not what was going on. That's not what they meant. Da, 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 da. Calms the situation down. Mm-hmm. And then after Felicia gets to talk to uh, Blue, and Blue basically tells Felicia the conversation she had with Red and Cameron, and Blue had told Izzy, and that's why Izzy was hyping up. That's why Izzy was hyping up Miss Felicia. Because Blue had told Izzy the combo, and Izzy didn't believe anything Blue said, and so she went up. Why does Izzy do that? Izzy will get told information and like choose to, to not believe it, and then go run with it and act like it was like a lie. She basically went to Miss Felicia like Blue just lied straight to my fucking face. And I was like, what? Like, is it so crazy that her and Cameron? And then they said she was listening at the at the door. She said it's so crazy how her and Cameron said the exact same thing. Maybe because they're telling the truth. I don't know. They're both talking about the same conversation that happened. So untrustworthy. She's so not untrustworthy. She uh, she's so untrusting. Like she doesn't trust anybody. I know for a fact. Like she'd be annoying the fuck. Out of her girlfriend, no shade. Izzy gives me very much. Are you might not be like this. Izzy gives me. Are you cheating on me? Do you still love me? Do you still care about? Like she needs a lot of reassurance. A lot of she needs to be with someone who's good at reassuring. And maybe Paige is. That's her girlfriend name. Maybe Paige is. Shout out to Paige. 
Shout because out to I just oh, feel like if she's acting like this in the house, she has to be like this, like IRL. And I can't do that. I can't do personalities like that. Because I'm I'm kind of mm-hmm. someone who needs reassurance. So I can't be reassuring somebody else. <laughs> I'm terrible at reassuring. If you need you are. I can never date Izzy. You are. I could never. I would have to date like McCall or Corey. So huh? McCall's a newlywed. Well, uh, girl, Izzy's in a relationship. Anyways, I think I would have to date someone who's a little bit more chill, laid back, Jack, Corey, McCall, because I feel like I could just walk around doing whatever I want and they'll be okay. I can't, I don't need somebody who needs somebody. But anyways, boom. All of this happens, happens, it gets died (laughs) down. It gets died down. And then when it's died down, eventually we get to the fucking back door finally. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And and we miss, like, they keep the feeds off during it. Mm -hmm. So we miss if there was any backlash or any arguments that we think might have happened, at least initially, or a little little tuffle. Um, There was an argument with America, we think. Maybe something happened with Corey in the past that they didn't even show. Mm-hmm. So the fees come back. Trying to like push this intense stare down conversation she had yeah. with him as if it was just this big, huge thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, girl, anything, everything about her, I noticed that today. I was like, girl, please. But um, fees come back. High school is, it, it's awkward as fuck. I hate yeah. that tension after a back door because they're literally just at the table. It's Izzy, um, her mom, mm-hmm. and then Hysom. <laughs> and they're literally, they're literally all just standing there, and Hysom just rubbing the table. You will see. You will see. <laughs> you so you're gonna go like home. You're going to go home. And you're going to watch this, right? And right? You will see. You will see. I was, I was loyal. And I was trusting. And you will see. So I'm going to look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> But I think what's crazy about all of this is that he does blame America because for the girls who don't know, America was the one kind of spreading that he mentioned leftovers in their conversation. Because this is honestly, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I was confused. I was like, I genuinely thought they made that up. But America was just spreading the truth a little bit. Well, I will say, I don't even know what she was doing because uh, basically in the conversation that he had, the context was like, you guys were forming together and we were kind of just left over, mm-hmm. including him with mm-hmm. the alliance. And that's the thing. There was a further conversation that same in that same hammock. If you keep watching, like there's a longer clip. Mm-hmm. And later on in the clip, he's like, I didn't even really want to be with that. Like, mm-hmm. I wanna... So then it's like she combined kind of both ideas and just put them in together. So he was feeling that way, but he didn't say leftovers in that meaning. So I think Hysom in America are literally just thinking about two separate things. So when Hysom's like, I didn't say leftovers, I think he's meaning I didn't, I never called them leftovers. In it that wasn't that in that context, but that's the thing. It's yeah. like, because America, when she got called out and approached <laughs> by it, she was like, I mean, I don't even know if he said it now. Like, I can't remember yeah. if he actually said it. And it's like, I thought she purposely was like, Lying, so it's like, no, did you honestly think? Because I mean, context did not give, but maybe if she was considering the fact that he basically said he didn't really want to work with him, then but I just think at the end of the day, they took it more so like he doesn't actually want to be with us, which I think, like, I think that was like initial feelings. I think initially, why no, he didn't want to work with y'all, point by period, like he didn't, but that wasn't the case 
once yeah. he was aligned with y'all. And yeah. at that point, I mean, specifically for Izzy, I mean, he saw Izzy as she he saw her as his final two. Yeah. And I just feel like a lot of the things that they were upset about, one, what they were saying about Heisman is doing, they're now doing in multiple ways. <laughs> Lying, backstabbing, making separate alliances, pushing people out of the alliance and things like that. A lot of the stuff that they claimed he was doing about the, um, what was it? Um, uh, just, just identifying people as their stereotype necessarily. Like, oh, you guys are the older people, and I and you're and you're LGBT, so I want you to be my father too, and things like that. But those were the same ideals all of them were using to come together in that first week because they all felt slighted by Riley in the quotations, cool kids Alliance. I think that Heisman clearly has an ego on him. I, I'm not going to sit there and act like he doesn't. And I think that when he took those things in, you know, he's in the game, he got some power, it went to his head. It caused him to walk around like he was that nigga. It did. But at the end of the day, I feel like he was loyal to their group. Um, when we consider like the quotation other alliances he was trying to make, he told them straight up that Blue and Jag wanted an alliance and that he can't touch them, but you guys can't, and I want them to go next. He straight up told them that. So I just feel like he wasn't doing a lot of things that I feel like justified this move. It did feel like a lot of emotion that went into it. However, I can respect the fact that Sari and her team pivoted in a way to where they can ditch this alliance, create 10 new ones, and still stay in the core of the house, you know? But it's just, like, it sucks because, honestly, like, this was sad. Like, <laughs> it was sad. Everyone thought he was going to blow up and go off and pop off. And he is a little bit condescending. He's not condescending. He's a little bit um, shady or, like, what's what I'm looking for? Like, it's very much like, like, you will see. What is that? I guess it is condescending. Like, you'll see. <laughs> you'll see. <laughs> I don't even, it doesn't even matter because you're going to go home and see. But it's just like he genuinely, I feel like, was with them for a while. Like, I don't think this was necessarily the move, but we're here. Oh, I can't hear you. You're I was 100% on. with them the whole time. That yeah. But um, I think he <clears throat> um, I think he does a good job with his campaign because we see he speaks to a lot of people and kind of tells them the yeah. same thing. But the main ones is America. So he speaks to yeah. America. And in his him and America's conversation, he just lays it all out. There was an alliance. Um, it was a group of us who were working together. At first, he had multiple conversations with America, but he kind of said the same thing. It's a group of us working together. Um, and we got the information from Cameron. Cameron joined our group. And then Jared joined at nine. So it was seven of us. Cameron joined. It was eight. Jared joined. It was nine. And we were all working together against y'all, which is why when I won HOH, it was easy to get out Riley. We thought Riley was the center. We broke her up. He tells this to everybody, right? So when he explains this to America, America already kind of clocking the house structure. All this does is reaffirm her. She's like, okay, I believe this shit. So because she believes it, she goes to her allies. Well, who she thought were allies, mm -hmm. Jag and Blue, and she tries to push the, or sprinkle, and she goes to Matt. Mm -hmm. She tries to sprinkle the idea of potentially saving Heisman. Now, her telling this to Matt, Sari's son, Blue, Jared's girl, and Jag is terrible because they just go back and tell their mom and boyfriend. So everyone finds out that America is damn near trying to protect Heisman a little bit. They're like, what's going on? Like, what is she doing? She's doing a lot. She's doing too much. She needs to be the one go after Cameron and Red. So mm -hmm. it's getting real hot 
for America. For Miss America. It's really bad for her. And I, I feel bad because she was kind of already dropping these seeds throughout the week. Mm-hmm. And um, she was still slightly getting caught up because apparently she told Jared. She didn't even tell, she didn't even tell Corey, but she told Jared in a separate conversation. Mm-hmm. So he all the way knew and he had to tell Corey, which is crazy. And then, of course, that got back to Serena and them. But it wasn't as crucial. But now, after hearing Heisem, you know, she's actually considering, like, she knows for a fact, like, her suspicions have not been confirmed, and she's like, well, they have to go, but it's too late because they've already been snowed, Blue, specifically Blue and Matt. Now, Jag, you know, because Heisman tells Jag and Matt the exact same information, Mm -hmm. and Jag, he kind of gets a little bit more suspicious of it, and I think he's still currently suspicious of He's trying to work. He's trying to work currently. He really is. And shit is kind of coming together because, okay, so Jag has the conversation and Jag has questions because you remember Heisman and Jag were allies and I had some turn on turn on that ass. So Jag has a lot more questions. So when Jag is asking him questions, Heisman's like, oh, Jag's like, what about the Jared thing? Why did Jared, if Jared was in the nine, why did Jared choose me to go to the nether region instead of Riley? Because Jag told Jared, choose Riley because Riley will be safe and she's the main target. And he did it. He chose Jag. And Jag was like, why the fuck did you do that? So Jag asked Heisem, why did he do that? And Heisem was like, that was the plan. We wanted Riley to go. So we told Jared not to save Riley. And Jag is like already suspicious of this because, you know, Riley was his girl. So he's suspicious of anything that went on with her. And because of this, now he's kind of believing everything Heisem says. He was already suspicious of Jared because of that, but he wasn't really doing anything about it, but now he's really suspicious about it. So Jag brings, brings this combo to Matt. He brings it to Blue. He's done brought it to America. He's talking to Corey now because he kind of feels like I need to try to do something to, to help. So he talks to Matt about it. He's like, look, Matt, I think I some telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And Matt, being Cerie's new son, yeah. is like, but that means we just need to work with this seven. This is the new seven. Yeah. Um, he does the same thing with Blue. Blue was like, oh, Blue being Jared's woman. Well, yeah. that just means we need to work with Jared in the seven. I think that this seven is the seven. <laughs> like, oh, Blue, is, Blue is gone. I'm Blue so sad about Blue. I don't know where she went. I'm so was... sad about Blue, y'all. She got snapped so fast. I thought, I thought this was a potential mother. You know we don't get those anymore. And it's giving potential bird. It is birdie Blue. Uh, she's a Blue Jay. A whole blue day. I hate to see it. Girl, we're lost. We lost her to the wind. She left the nest. And she 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 blew away. Immediately the next day, went to Felicia and was just like, well, yeah, America told me this information and she's talking about keeping them and whoop, whoop, whoop. And she's she's like, she's basically like gagging about the fact that America doesn't know because we have this alliance now. Mm -hmm. And what I like about Jag last night, and I do think that extends into the morning when he does talk to Blue and America later on, um, is that if they are doing this to Heisem, like they can do this to us. Like at the end yeah. of the day, Heisem really doesn't have anything to lose at this point. He pretty much knows he's going home. He's at the bottom of the game and he has been. So I don't really think his information is just getting pulled out of his ass, especially if you just look at, I think if you just take a step back and look at the game, those mm-hmm. things are obvious, specifically with the information that's been given. Mm-hmm. Jared has been preaching since day one that he has Mama Sari, Mama Felicia, and Izzy. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows all three of them working together, mm-hmm. plus him. That's a four. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like those things make sense. And they're not – the thing is, Heisum is admitting that there was an alliance, and Serena and them are not, are not denying that there was an alliance. They're admitting they're that there alliance. is an alliance. So it's mm-hmm. like 
it's not it's not hard to see that it, it could be true. And I think that America has clocked it. Cameron has clocked it. I do think that Jag and Blue are in positions to clock it. They Blue and Matt are just snowed as fuck. I think yeah. Jag is suspicious, but at this point, Jag is not surrounded by allies that care enough to help him. Mm-hmm. So I do think that's why he's reaching out a little bit more. Um, yeah. like, like I spoke to America literally yeah. today. And they were going over about how how that style is created and how they need to win HOH and pull numbers in potentially. But it's just like, where is that really going to go? Because America has no power right now, you know? Mm-hmm. And if he wins HOH, Jag, I mean, he kind of has to go after Red and Cameron because the house is set up to where Sari has gotten Red and Cameron to think they have to target Jag and Blue. So mm-hmm. it's like, even if he wanted to target like Sari or Izzy, <laughs> it would be a waste because you still have Red and Cameron targeting you. Yep. And Dustin, Jag is trying to, Jag is kind of trying to work around this. Like, that's why he told Matt, we need to start talking to American Blue and Corey way more because we need to not target American Corey. So today he talked to America and then now he's talking to Corey. He told America to vouch for him to Corey. America told Corey to talk to Jag. So <clears throat> this America Corey Jag thing is becoming, conversations are being had. They've all talked today. America talked to Corey. Jag talked to Corey. Jag talked to America. They've all literally talked to each other about the same kind of content. Oh, one, one of them needs HOH. America definitely, America needs HOH. Mm-hmm. And they've, they've, also, they've also discussed potentially not coming, Corey and America specifically have discussed potentially maybe Cameron and Red are not the best move for them a little bit. Um, so it's like shit, can, shit could come out. I'm hoping that shit comes up, but also it easily cannot if the wrong person was HOH because so many people are just not going to do that. They're the only three who would even consider not taking out Cameron or Red, and they would just take out Bowie anyways, probably. Mm-hmm. Honestly. So, um, honestly, that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. I feel like a few other updates today. The big thing is that, for example, when they went to bed last night, um, Heisman had a conversation with Sari and Izzy and Felicia and them, and he was basically telling them, one of the big things I keep hearing today is that um them backdooring him feels like when he was younger and his dad kicked him out. You know, he was outcasted by someone that he thought loved him and or trusted him. And he said it felt like that moment. And they were sad about that. Like Sari went to bed crying, like they were really upset. But they woke up and they feel like with the information brought to them by Blue and Matt and them, they are because basically what Heisman is doing is saying like Matt, they wanted to target you. Like mm-hmm. blue, and th- th- they were coming after you, which really wasn't the case, simply with Matt. And they said, like, well, he can say that we're in alliance all day long. That's true, but we weren't the ones naming these targets. Um, which is like, I mean, he's doing what he can to save himself. So Izzy called herself calling him out because <laughs> she just wants to be the center of attention so motherfucking bad. She's like, What are you what are you telling people? And he's like, What? And he's like, You're telling me that we did all of that? And then she just stormed away. He's like, well, you want to talk? She's like, no. And then she has to find every single person in the house to retell the story so people can be like, oh, I can't believe that. Girl, like, I don't even have any thoughts on that. Izzy is being weird, as yeah. usual. And it's it, it just, it just I, I don't even know what to say when it comes to her because it's like, I don't even understand why she's trying to make, and she keeps trying to make the Heisen thing. I know she was closest to Heisen. But honestly, she keeps trying to like make it seem like he's out to get her so badly. And I don't honestly, in these conversations, He's not that much out to get her. Like, I'm sorry. He's just trying to stay, I feel. And I think she's trying to make it like, oh, my God, he's so mad at me. And I'm just the center of attention. It's like, is he, is, he's just trying to stay. He does. He like she, yeah, like, literally, like, it was a conversation. And then it was like, you see how Heisem looked at Felicia? And she was like, no, he was looking at me. Izzy was like, literally. He was definitely looking at me. 
And it was like, oh, I thought he was looking at Mr. Felicia. No, he was looking at me, definitely. And it's like, it would make Girl. more sense for him to look at the person that literally did it, not you. But okay. And then, oh, you go. What, bro? I was just going to say the other the, the recent development was the seven deadly sins. Today, they coined their name and solidified, and they talked about potential targets for next yeah. week. So seven deadly sins, which is the seven personal lines, they're going to target Red and Cameron. Everyone's going to target Red and Cameron. The only people who wouldn't nominate them up front is probably Sari who's going to throw it. And Izzy said she does want to nominate them up front. And Felicia can't play. So honestly, all of them probably are just going to nominate up in front because Sharif's probably not going to try to win. Um, so Cameron and Red are very much so in hot water. It'll be interesting to watch out for an America, Jag, and Corey uh, HOH. They might do something. Um, Cameron and Red probably just going to target Jag. They're like, okay, that's boring. But uh, that's kind of where we're standing going into next week. But, Lee, I had a question. Girl. What, girl? What is this for you update? What does it say? Jared to Bloom. Okay, so hypothetically speaking, what would you do if you had a relative in the house? Bloom. Lying! What do you mean, Jared? Like, bro, would you tell someone else or are you keep it a secret? Bloom say, I don't know. That's tough. Is this a real update? Don't be reading some fake ass updates for me. Oh, girl. It was I fake. think it's fake. It's fake. I was going to say. Y'all stand down, soldier. Stand down. I was going to say. I was going to say. I was going to gag. I was going to gag. But he no, did kiss us today. That would have been a gag for real. I mean, I think the thing is, it's coming out. He's going to tell I her. I was just, but that's the thing. I was literally just going to ask, how do you feel about Blue Hunter? Girl, I'm not a fan of Blue Honey. I tweeted today, which might be an over exaggeration, top five worst showmances of all time. It's up there. And then some people listed like some bad ones. I was like, ooh, maybe not top five, but top 10 for sure. I mean, I honestly it's, just it's not good. I honestly just don't like it. Like, I think he, like he, he showed a lot of honestly just weird and toxic feelings about relationships, about women in general. Blue openly felt weirded out and uncomfortable. Looking at the camera like, ooh, ooh, I, I know, I know, girl. I'm just using them, girl. And she's a proud participant, like I said. She like, said she can change him, Lee. Do you think she can change him? Girl. Girl. She needs to worry about changing her position in the game first. That she is by getting closer and closer. I will say that, but the thing is, when it was when that was fully, when it was fully giving, oh, I'm doing it for I'm using him. Okay. But now she's just actually in love and, and wanting to volunteer as a pawn and believing everything that he says and the Alliance says and bringing all her information to them. It's just like, ugh. Like, they just have a lot of, it's just weird. Because, like, even, like, the days of, like, look, someone mentioned, why does he keep asking her about her body count? Like, he did that for days leading up into this hey. moment, uh, into them kissing today. So it's like, I see a lot of people are like, oh, no, Blue or Free. Y'all, Blue is doing exactly what she wants to do. Let let blue be where she is. Not a situation. I'm not gonna snatch her out of it. It's not a right. It's not a situation where she does not know. It's not like he said these things behind her back. It's not like she just met him and this is a, well. That's thing. He probably has done way more in the past. She doesn't know, but he's openly expressed mm -hmm. how he feels about a lot of things, and she's still like, I didn't see women okay. as people. He didn't say that. Well, he said he had to stop looking at females as property. That's what he said. I need to stop looking at females as property. Mm -hmm. So I guess he learned to stop doing that in the past. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want a female with a high body count. I wouldn't date a female who um, had sex on the first day. I mean, but Blue can change him, child. 
I'm not a fan of blue. I'm not even a fan of blue. And I'm not a fan of poop. So that's where I'm at. I hate. I honestly hate that they call him Pooh. I hate that nickname. I hate it so much. I like Pooh. I honestly hate a lot about that show. I just, it's just, uh, I'm over it already. And it sucks because I do think she's gonna be here for a while. So it's giving. Mm. This is just gonna gonna grow and grow. It's gonna get worse. And and like fucking Grodner needs to have a 24 seven showman's cam on all all time. Like today, like they were anticipating this down. Like the way they zoom into the hand placements and the movements, like they think we're eating this up. Like this is not cute at all. Aww. Like, like genuinely, I thought Tangela was cuter than this. I did. Ooh, I, I did. Go that far. I did. I did. Like, I'm. Th- I'm trying to think of, like the worst of the worst. Like, I'm mm. just thinking like this. Is, I don't like them together. I don't like them together at all. And they both honestly just give. Let me get a thousand percent honest. It both gives sexually frustrated on both ends. I'm not gonna lie. I see it, child. Child, let's get into these motherfucking ratings. Period. I period up. Boom. Why is it uh, lopsided like that? That's so ghetto. Boom. Period. Period. Three? Period. Let's start with Riley. Riley went the fuck home. She did. What would you rate Riley as overall? Um, As overall player, um... What did I give her last week? I would honestly say a three overall. I think that Riley has um, potential as a player. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's ever going to get a chance to show it because out very early. She showed on the Challenge USA. Challenge USA. Literally. I think that, I mean, her social game was pretty good. Like, pretty, pretty good. I mean, she had people fighting for her to stay when she left. You had people in tears. Like, people, I mean, it was almost a flip to keep her. I will say that wasn't most of her own work. But there was just a strong want for her presence in that house. And I feel like if she was not the first situation, didn't piss people off in the way she... Honestly, she pissed people off just by being in the position, you know? And so I just feel like if she was not in that position, she could be good right now. Because honestly, when it came to, like, the strategy side of it, she was not there. She really wasn't. She'd be just a snow. More snow than blue at this point, child. She would be Riley Fields down, okay? (laughs) So it's like, it sucks because really she just won the first situation and that fucked her up. So, uh, yeah, I think a three is fair. Yeah, I agree with the three. She just, you know, got in a position, went home, but honestly, even if she stayed, she probably still would have been a three. Um, it just wasn't a lot going on in that noggin. Sorry. No, I had to change Kirsten, y'all, because I was playing. Not too much, though. I'm just bringing out Kirsten down to 2.5. Oh, what you gave her? Yeah, 3.5. Yeah, you know I was just talking. That's what you always do. It's okay. Oh. <laughs> Girl, we got it in order from best to worst. Period. What you want to start with? Do you want to start with the best or do you want to end with the best? Let's end with the best. So let's do Cameron. Flop ass. How you feeling about Cameron? Flop ass. I just feel like Cameron's a flop. <laughs> I know. I just feel like, <laughs> the thing is, to give him some credit, I think it is very impressive that he clocked um, who's running the game because most people in this game have not clocked it. Mm-hmm. And um, the fact that him and America are really pretty pretty much aware and he's trying to build this group, I think that's all, like, these are the right materials. It's just him as a player, it, it's never going to match up because he's way too overconfident and he does not have enough information or 
social prowess to be able to enact anything he's trying to do. So like I said, like I said earlier, like Red is bringing him misinformation about the professors protecting him. Like he thinks he's good with them and he's so much not. Now, the good thing is that they dislike Red a little bit more than Cameron. Mm-hmm. America is inching up the target list with all of the things she's doing recently. So I do think there's a chance because Cameron, like for example, like these last two weeks, he's been a quiet pawn presentably. Because, you know, behind the scenes, he's been, you know, going after them. You know, it's in the as a presence in the game, he's not imposing. He doesn't really piss people off. He doesn't really annoy people. Like, Red genuinely annoys Sari and them to the fact that, like, we want him to go. America's doing a lot of strategic work that they are, do not like. Um, so I think that Cameron is kind of like one of the few kind of like hiding behind that when he's really the main catalyst of it. But I can also just see, you know, it being Red and Cameron next week and he's out. So I'm gonna say it's a three. That's sweet. Um, I do <laughs> I do agree. I like that he's trying to do something. He's trying to build something. That's good. He has ideas. <laughs> it's great to have ideas. ideas. Um, he has an idea of who might be running it, you know, shit like that. Those are all cute. But at the end of the day, I just don't see a world where he's not just consistently, like I said it last week when I gave him one, if he doesn't go home this week, he's going home next week. If he doesn't go home next week, he's going home the week after that. Like, I don't see a winning path. Like, there's not a winning Let's be honest. There's not a winning path. Cameron is not it's winning. barely a jury path. Like, I don't even think he could, he might, he's probably not even making jury. He's probably going home. The last thing Cameron is doing is winning the game. One of these weeks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, I'm just, I like the work he's doing, but I only like it enough to give him a two. He could date Riley before he wins the game. And I, that's dead ass. Girl, and neither of those are happening. Actually, <laughs> there's, she's saying she might. Uh, All right, boom, it's a two. I hope not. I hope not. It's a two. When it comes to red, <laughs> red is like, it's interesting because I feel like red didn't do anything wrong initially. But now that he was been left out for so long, now that they don't like him, he's, he's trying actually to, doing shit to piss him off now. <laughs> yeah, and now he's trying to do stuff to to build his side. Basically, they they knew there was they thought he was on a side, so they left him out, and now he's trying to build the side they thought he was on, and now it's pissing him off even more. So now he's going to become the first target, like the main target. Yeah. Um, and he could easily go home next week. He's one of the main targets. He's probably the next person going home, unless he can win HOH or veto, um, or Cameron just goes instead of him. I think what I I know Red is like savvy a little bit with his words, but since they're so pissed at him, everything he says pisses them off. Like I thought it was good work when he went to them and tried Me to pledge his loyalty and da 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 da, but it was not. It was bad work because they don't like. Him. So I just don't have a lot of hope for him. I think he would have to win HOH. Cameron would have to win HOH, or if he's not against Cameron, he might can campaign a little bit better because Cameron doesn't campaign. Cameron just sits on the block uh, for the most part. So I'll just give Red a. If I gave Cameron a two, well, Cameron's on the block. Um, Red's been, I'm giving Red a two, too. Not much else there. Yeah. Sorry. I'll, I think I'll go ahead and give Red two as well. I mean, he's just lost a lot of favor in the game, and I just feel like his name gets brought up. His name gets brought up way more than Cameron, and it sucks. Like, I will say, Sarita's does a good job at misting. She does, but he trusted, like, that you know what I mean, and I just think there's mm-hmm. a lot of because a lot of things are out in the open, they really are. And I just feel like 
he's way too trusting of that group when they haven't showed him any reason to be. Like his idea is, these people don't trust me. I'm gonna work hard to get them to trust me. He thinks he's doing that because they're allowing him to think that, and it's just not the case. It, it really just isn't. And like you mentioned, like he's now doing shit that's actually pissing them off. So it's like his days are numbered as fuck. But interestingly, I think him and Cameron are going to go for this uh, pressure cooker HOH. Yeah. So this would get really fun. And I've talked about this a lot off the podcast. Like, we, you, we all know the crack trio of Felicia, Izzy, and Sari. When they get together, anybody can go up. Uh-huh. In this pressure cooker with all of these alliances, with there's so many alliances, but just as many alliances there are, there's just as much distrust. So you better believe, like, let's say I feel like it's Sari, Izzy, and Felicia. Like, no, Felicia can't play. But Sari, Izzy, people. And then you have Jag not dropping. If Jag just so happens, like, ends up coming off that button, they're going to be like, well, why did Jag stay so long in the competition? Why did he think that he needed to win so bad? Like, those type of conversations I'm ready for after this HOH. Because I do think that, I mean, at first I thought it was going to be boring. I was like, it might be boring because of how much control Sari has. But she's whipped up so much paranoia that, like, I think everyone feels like they need the HOH. So I think it could get really, really interesting. And I feel like if Ren or Cameron win, the thing is, since they're still, like, they're they're pointed at Jag and Blue. So I think they're just going to do a Jag and a Blue. But at this point, that's really not what's best for their game. I feel like they really should try and go after that structure that they know is there. Because Karen mentioned, like, I know this structure is there. And they want to go after Sari and Izzy. But they're not going to do it, of course. Child, you on Bowie Jane? <laughs> no. I was still talking about Cameron and Rhea. Wait for you to come back. How do you feel about Bowie Jane, though? Um, Bowie Jane, it's honestly sad. I, I think she did some good work this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly, it's, it's, honestly, like everyone towards this bottom, like Hysum, yeah. Bowie, Red, Cameron, these are all people who was genuinely loyal to the professors. To the and they are just ousting them. Not Cameron. Out Cameron, on the field. field. But specifically Hysum, <laughs> Bowie, and Red. Like they're ousting them out on the field, period. Like <laughs> it's sad because Bowie, she loves the bye bye bitches, Felicia, yeah. Mimi, Sari. Like she genuinely likes them and wants to be around them. And she's just gotten grouped up with this Cameron and Red mess only all because that's the thing. Cameron pisses me off because he ruined Riley's game. He's ruining Red's game mm-hmm. and he's ruining Bowie's game because when mm-hmm. he came over into the professors, his big thing was like, I love Bowie. And yeah. so he just keeps mentioning that. He just said, why does he love Bowie so much? Because Cameron's mm-hmm. delusional. Yeah. Cameron thought yeah. that Bowie liked him and that he can use Bowie and Red to infiltrate this group and break it up from the inside. So when he would go to the group, he would mention how much Bowie likes him and Red likes him. And so they don't trust Bowie and Red. And it sucks because Bowie talks like damn near no game with either one of them for real. And I just think, unfortunately, she's not game savvy enough to realize, like, maybe she should start. Yeah, because at the end of the day, she just wants to go to the end with Serena and them, and they're using her like for now. And they're she's definitely, I don't think any one of them are going to necessarily take her out. Um, but she is collateral damage, like, she will go at any point just because they, for some reason, feel like they can't trust her. Mm-hmm. And there's literally, it's sad because there's literally nothing she can do about it. So I, it's a three, yeah. I agree with the three. It sucks because I feel like with Bowie. She, um, 
I don't think she was ever going to win the game. Yes, and then Corey's joke didn't help at all. Corey's joke did not help. That's the thing. I didn't think she was ever going to win the game, but now she's getting like a bad hand. And she's it's, honestly, she's doing good with this bad hand because she she genuinely is just like lonely. Like, I don't have anybody to talk to. I want to talk to you guys. And that's all Sari and Izzy going. Oh, on. my God. No, I, sorry for cutting you off. No, but no, that pisses me off. This shows like that. She can't win for losing. When she wasn't around, uh, she wants to be in the middle. Yep. Okay. She wants to play the middle. She wants to see someone that can get pulled in. So she said, well, guess what? She's vi- verbally telling them, I don't want to be in the middle. I don't mm-hmm. want to be a floater. I am mm-hmm. with you guys. She is purposely making sure that if she is not working out, she's damn near with them, and they're annoyed. Yeah. And it's like, but y'all were just saying that – Y'all hate that she's a middle person. So it's just like, mm-hmm. the girl can't win for losing. It's sad. It's sad. I agree. It sucks, though, because I just, honestly, y'all, I feel like the season could go down a very predictable path. And it's like, I could damn near list everybody's fucking eviction. I honestly think after Cameron Red, I think Bowie will be good because I think it'll go like America, Jag. But then it's just going to be probably Bowie. Like, randomly injury, a random HOH, and then Bowie got to go home. Or... A lot of other people are going to go home, and then Bowie's going to get fifth, or Bowie's going to get sixth, or Bowie's going to get seventh. And it's like, she's just never going to really win, and I don't think she's ever going to do anything to help her cause, help her game. So it's just nowhere going for her. Heisman is out of the door, but I love his campaign. It's a campaign that could work in a season with a little bit less stru- – I feel like Sari has locked the season in. And I think if Sari wasn't here, Heisman probably could stay low-key. The way that he's flipping America's mind, Jag's mind um, – I really like his campaign, and I think it's good. So because of that, I'll give him a two, even though he's going home. Um, but no more thoughts on Heisman. He's going home, and there's not a bottle back. So. Yeah, um, I'll give him a two as well. The thing is, he said even if there's a bottle back, he's not coming back. Heisman is not talking to any of these people after the game. Like He literally told Izzy, like, I don't think we can be friends. He told Izzy straight to her face, uh-huh. do not think we can be friends. And I think he told Jack or Matt that, like, I mean – I would invite these people over for like a holiday or anything like that. Like, no, he's over it. And I get it. He's a Pisces. We can be very emotional. Is Izzy a Pisces? <laughs> Someone asked, what's Izzy's sign? Izzy, oh, Izzy, oh, I saw that earlier. Izzy was born in December 16th. What's that? Sag. December. Maybe a Sag. I can actually, if she Sagittarius, is. Sagittarius, yeah. Yeah, I could kind of And see I don't it. know much about female Sagittarius. Oh, my, dad my dad's is. Sagittarius, and I don't know uh, like him, so. We don't have the oh. same dad. We're not brothers. Woman Sagittarius. You said female. I did. You're sick. Okay. Watching Jared on feeds. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. Girl, let's get into Matt. Y'all, with Matt, it's interesting because I don't think he's that good of a player. But I think um, he's in a good position because everyone thinks they can have him. He, um, I think he's presented his perception. Big Brother's all about perception. And his perception of him is that Anyone can run him. Everyone thinks they can run him. And now that he's actually being ran by Sari and he's becoming one of her children, he might make it really deep in the game and then win a few cups. And it's like, oh, 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 oh. and Matt is, I think, genuinely loyal to Sari, and that's his issue. So I feel better about him um, position-wise, but I feel worse about him strategy-wise because he's going with, basically, he's being led to his death, like quite literally. Um, he's being led way astray because he's not even number five for Sari at this moment, for real. Yeah. He's just a, a son. So because of that, it's like, I love his position a lot, 
But when it comes to strategy thinking, he doesn't have it. So he's never really going to go too high for me. I'm going to have to give him a four. Yeah. I'll give him 4.5. What's the point five for? I'll give him 4.5. I'll give him 4.5 because his position is that good. But that's it for me. What you thinking? I'm actually going to go ahead and give him the five because of the position. I think that because <laughs> of the position, like people, everyone thinks that they can use him in some way. And um, unless he wins the HOH and shows, otherwise they're going to continue to think so. Every time Mac name get brought up, like, oh, we like Matt. He's good. He's cool. Mm-hmm. He's good. He's, it's great. No, we got him. No. And like Jared has mentioned, he can run them. You know, Cameron and Ray have tried to bring him in and bring him in. Of course, Blue America. Everyone in this game thinks that they're in some way connected to Matt. The only person mm-hmm. who does it at this moment is Corey. Now, mm-hmm. Corey is slightly, slowly trying to start a Matt hate train. Yeah. Um, and also vice versa. Matt does no longer trust Corey because apparently Riley also told him not, not to trust, to trust Corey America and Corey. America, yep. So he really does not like Corey, especially after this whole alliance was pitched with Corey in it and you know all the other stuff. But, I mean, right now I think he's pretty good. Because no one thinks he's doing anything, and he's not mm-hmm. doing anything. There's not much mm-hmm. going on up there. It, it's it, hey, it is what it is. But I don't think he's going anywhere for a while. Yep, I see that too. How you feel about America? Poor she's America. Kind of opposite America. I love America. She's America. Kind of the opposite of that. She's doing she's doing a lot, but position is terrible. I mean, yeah, she's doing a lot of good work, but her position is terrible. To be honest. Yeah, um, people really, yeah, people yeah. never, it sucks because from the beginning of the game, she never was fully brought in into anything. Yeah. And I think a big mistake is that she actually was someone that the other side was considering bringing in and feel like they had a connection with because she was speaking with them socially. And then over time, she just stopped that. When she got mm-hmm. brought into the uh, Family Style Alliance, like she fully kind of stopped trying to strategically build anything with the other side. I mean, that alliance fell pretty quickly. And I feel like she did a good job last uh, week of pivoting on the Riley mm-hmm. vote of being like, okay, this is going our gonna way. Yeah, I'm going to play with them and it's going to be Gucci. But a lot of people in this season who are painted as flip-floppers and middle people, they are not trusted. In America, because she, like the family style group did not re-solidify. So they were all kind of just numbers there. And I do think, considering the position she's in now, someone Corey or her should have made sure that group stayed together because now that they've been taken over by Serene, like there's nowhere that she can go to. There's nowhere she can run. Serena won't accept her and Blue and and Matt are ratting her out. So it's just Mm -hmm. like she's in a very, very bad position. The only person who's really trying to protect her at this point is Corey, which is not working. One of the more recent updates I just saw was Serena saying she wants America out. So I do think she's in a very, very terrible position. Now, maybe Red or Cameron goes in front of her. And she had, it buys her a little bit of time. And these conversations with Jag is happening. I don't think Matt would, would necessarily nominate her. Now, Blue, at this point, Blue is a field. She's going to do yeah. by marriage. She's think I think Blue would win and put up Jag in America if she was told to. Yeah, but I do think that maybe Matt, maybe Jag, they won't touch her. Red and Cameron, they won't touch her if they win. Corey won't touch her. I think there's a few people and a few targets in front of her. Um, but it's just like at this moment, there's no way to run. Sari has a very strong hold on this season at this moment. Mm-hmm. And there's going to need to be a string of HOHs to go in a very specific way for her to get any type of power back from Sari. Point blank, yeah. period. And that's just impossible at the level that she's at. So 
I'm gonna say at the three. I'm gonna say I'll give a. I don't know because she's such a huge target. Three point five. Yeah, I see it. I was just gonna say I was. I don't remember if I told you off the podcast, but Ceri's, um main target should be America. Ceri is the least connected to America, one hundred percent in this game. So for me, I always felt like America needed to go for Ceri. Honestly, for Ceri's game, America needed to go, and that's terrible for America. If America is the least connected to Ceri, which she is, she has to go soon. So it's. America's America's um game is on a ticking timeline. Sari has no connection to you, babe. You're out. So it's so, proximity to Sari. Yeah, and her proximity to Sari is is if the pyramid could keep going, America would be at the bottom, even below Cameron and Red. She has no connection to Sari at all. So America is not winning. She's going home. Um, I love that she's a smart girl, but everything she her. says gets ratted out. Everything she says gets ratted out, and I and I think I was telling Lee about how it might be sad about some of the players this season not being able to reach their potential because of how OP Sari is, honestly. And America is probably a, the best example of that. I think America in a season without Sari would probably be one of the best players or maybe even doing one of the best games at this moment because the little side situation, I think, would have been way easier for America to navigate. She wouldn't have been left out so much without Sari here. I feel like America could have been, could have been seen and probably made it way farther in a normal season with all newbies. Well, you know, Sari's new, but you get it. Um, so for me, it's like, ah, but it's okay. She's a 3.5. Maybe she can win an HOH and become an icon in that way. You know what I'm saying? I think that she's someone she she's trying to she's trying to you know get her troops prepared. That's why she tried to go to blue, and she now yeah. knows she can't trust blue because she yeah. realized that blue ratted her out. And today in the conversation with Jack, she was saying how like you know me you, um you know of course, she kind of spilled a little bit that Corey is with her, but like I think yeah. she's trying to get people online to go after that group, and I think she is gonna go for that situation. She's a huge super fan. Right. Like America is. Definitely a super fan. She knows so many quips and things from being on Stan uh, Twitter and stuff like that, BB Twitter. So I just feel like and she won that. a Miss. Oh, she she lasted fifteen hours on a Mr. Beast touch the button uh, competition allegedly. Oh, so, I didn't hear that. T. Yeah, America played a Mr. Beast competition and she was holding a button and she allegedly lasted fifteen hours. So a lot of people think America could definitely win. But I think she's such a super fan that when she goes out there and she sees this fucking pressure cooker, yeah, everything is going to make her want to win this. So and I do think I mean. The issue is this is the issue. Lee. This is the issue, Lee. If she America wins this HOH, she's going home next. But I think the thing is, her days are numbered. Let my sister get the act. Yeah, I would love for her to win HOH. I'm just saying she's going home next. The <laughs> like, thing is, too, it would suck because it would kind of be like a Jessica situation. BB19, she'd win. She'd take out someone that could have like won. She'd probably, she'd probably get tricked to take out Bowie, or Cameron, or Red. That's the thing. So <clears throat> because Corey is in the Crossroads Alliance, there's another alliance I forgot to mention earlier. Which is kind of the main core, which is Corey, Sari, Felicia, uh, Izzy. Izzy. Wait, no, no, no. That's just that's it's just Sari, Corey. Corey. That's the big four, and of course they consider Felicia a big number. The Fields family. Um, he could. I feel like if she were to win and do those noms and not touch any of them, that might be enough. Because I can see Corey being like, "See, I told y'all, I'm right here. Mm-hmm. Just like Jared Run Blue. So let's keep her, and mm-hmm. that might." That honestly may buy her some time because you kind of need people, people to get that power to prove their loyalty. If she wins to take out uh, Cameron, well, next week let's just get out red. You know, yeah. I can see that. 
And Corey could vouch for her. Corey could definitely vouch for her. She definitely has some way, some wiggle room. It's just a tiny wiggle room. Yeah. Um, Blue is lost, y'all, in the sauce. The issue, though, or the, or the good thing about Blue is I think her position is just going to grow the more she gets locked in with Ceri's son. Um, she's becoming a family member. So similar to Matt and them, she's becoming a family member, but she's an in-law. So she will be at the last. Um, she's barely invited to the reunion. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that's the issue with Blue. She walks in. Yes, I think that's the issue with Blue. But I will say, I think as as the more it grows, I think the more it's going to become easy for Jared to run her. And I think they're going to know it's easy for Jared to run her, especially because Blue snitches on all of her allies. Yeah. And if Blue continues to snitch on her allies, like she will. She's she's known for that infamous baby. <laughs> I, honestly, I just think that she's going to end up getting like eighth place. Blue just screams ace. You know, so I think it's gonna be a bunch of people just getting going, getting out. Cameron, Red, Bowie, Jag, America, and then Boom Blue's gonna go home. April. That's yeah. it. I don't see much of a path. She doesn't. She she's showing me that she's less and less strategically mind minded. Jag has approached her. America has both approached her about potentially not trusting Jared that much, which is stupid. Also, potentially not trusting just Suri and Izzy. She shut it all down. She says the seven is the seven. We're locked in with the seven. I'm locked in with Pooh Honey. We're good. And it's like, you're not good. You're actually bad. So because she's delusional, um, that's bringing me down. But her position, I think, is still um, better than some other people. So she has, like, a a running that she can go through in this game. So I'll give her a four. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say a four as well. I think I I would have said a 4.5 or a five based on social positioning through Jared. But the delusion, I can't do. No. Like the fact that you immediately went out and um, ran <laughs> out. What? Wait, it's some part of Lee's draft. Yes. yes. Yes, I'm losing. It, okay, whatever. Yes. What, for what? And hopefully for America what? goes next because he has America. For what? Oh my God. He has America, y'all. He has. <laughs> That's yeah. your last one. Okay. You only have three left. I have, in I, North have America. Two, I have two other fields family, Corey and Felicia, and one of them will be winning. So it doesn't even matter. I have um, anyways back to Blue Jay. Bluebird. Um it's just it sucks because I think that her and Jag are kind of both victims of this little bit of Matt too. Like they're just too comfortable in these groups. They get these they get these numbers, they feel solid and safe in this big group, and they don't want to specifically her, they don't want to move from that. She can't pivot from that. Like, like when she was in family style, I remember she would make all of these outside connections. And we talked about it a little bit, like she would bring it all back. And now she's doing the exact same thing. And now she's like, oh, America's flip floppy too. And yeah. I'll put up Red and Cameron. And, and then literally in the meeting for the seven deadly sins today, she was saying her name as someone who could go on the block for the Alliance yeah. in case Serena and them don't have any it's other options. It's, it's like, like so, oh my god, I did not expect this from Blue. Like she really got her man and said, I'm out. I didn't ex- not expect that from but Blue. But that's the, the thing. Girls saying, that's gonna be America. The girls are saying that's gonna be Riley Girl. It's blue. Mm-hmm. I was ignoring the here for the fans things because I don't want to believe that unless I start seeing it. But she honestly, she probably is here for exposure for her. I think I think we have to get over that. I think most people who get casted for this show at this point in, in, in 2023, mm-hmm. they're here for some type of Attention. I don't have that thing. I don't have a problem with it. I think I'm just realizing that that actually might. At first, I didn't think that was true with Blue. I thought Blue was here to win the money, and now I'm like, oh, maybe she was just here to make jury and get her coin. And I love that for her. That's the thing. If I don't. Get, 
I don't love that for her at all. I love, I love that for her because she's gonna get her coin. Like you said, like blue's gonna blue's gonna get fan, blue has fans and a fan base. People are gonna subscribe. Get your money that way. If you don't want to win your big brother money, great. At least get money on social media. I'd rather someone do that and then rather than them follow Sari, lose and be forgotten in Big Brother history for the well, rest of She's going to do both. That both are going to happen. And then she's also going to get money on her social media. At least get so at least get social media money. That's all I'm saying. Like Izzy and them, they finna follow this girl lose and not get no social media money. <laughs> so I'm, I'll give her that. But other than that, Blue, don't apply. Please. Stay at home. She'd be great on the challenge. I think now Blue will gag Tori real quick. Wait, do you see Blue on the challenge? That's what I'm saying. I can't wait to see all these girls on the challenge. Oh, Kirsten, really? Riley, Blue, America, mm-hmm. Mimi. The I challenge all girls. is more for Great Izzy on the challenge. Really yes, shake no. this shit up. Crap. Izzy versus Josh on the challenge. Ooh. <laughs> Izzy on the challenge. She would pop the fuck off. And she says she's a physical girl. Izzy in the hall brawl. When Izzy got to beat America in the hall brawl, Izzy would sling America. No shame. She would fling America. Izzy fling any of these girlies. I don't think she's flinging um, Riley, to be honest. She's not flinging Riley. Riley looks like she'll... She's not not flinging Riley. Riley's flinging everyone else. Riley's a new Tory. I honestly can see Riley going on there and beasting the challenge. That's like... I could definitely see it happening. Um, Jack, I... That's the thing. I feel way better about Jag than I do about a lot of people because Jag has heard Heisum's. Jag has heard Heisum's uh, things, and he's he's ever since he had his one on one with Heisum, he's consistently talked about it. He's talked about it to Matt. Then he talked about it to Blue. Then he talked about it to America. Then he talked about it to uh, uh, Corey, Corey a little bit. A little bit. So it's like he and he had a conversation with Jared. He didn't tell Jared the information he was telling the other people. He he's not trusting Jared so much anymore. And Jag literally talked about how he needs to pivot to protect America and Corey, which is a green check mark for me. He's like potentially maybe not even target Cameron or Red. That's a green check mark for me. He's thinking, um, which is good, but it's like he's kind of too deep in. It's kind of too late. You let Blue get lost. Blue is lost. So they don't have Blue. If they were to come up with a coalition, they would have to literally think so out the box to make an alliance with Cameron and Red. And if they're, I don't know if they're going to be capable of going that far. If Jag, America, and Corey get together, they need to realize they need to link up with Cameron and Red, and they need to make a final five, and they need to try to make it to the end of this game. And that's just so hard to do, and I don't think, I don't expect him to do it. I really like um, how he's thinking. I don't think he's an immediate target. He's also okay with Suri and Felicia a little bit right now. I don't think they're ready to target anyone in that seven just yet. So all of these things are good. He has time. He's building a relationship with Corey. He's building a relationship with America. He has time and he has people. See, I don't, I, and that's the, and that's my biggest fear. Mm-hmm. I don't think he has that much time because he doesn't have a lot of time. He does not have a lot of time. He I, has I will two say, weeks tops. Mm-hmm. I, I will say when it comes to like strategic maneuvering and movement, this week I feel like wasn't as much like we had that big yeah. day where they were reconsidering who they renom, but like it feels like you know this alliance it was coming this alliance was coming into a fruition last week and they wanted to save riley and now it's solidified if riley not riley <laughs> if blue mad or uh, or jag win um it will potentially just further strengthen this group it mm-hmm. would literally have to take izzy and serene and them being hella paranoid again for them to flip on this which is probably bound to happen, mm-hmm. but it does feel like it, it does feel like specifically with Jag that enough people have been like saying his name, like Corey keeps mentioning it, Jared keeps mentioning it. Like, so I think that 
the realization that they that oh we could have Matt Moore if Jag goes or like he just won yeah, POV and he and boosted blue. it. It was a pretty physical competition. I can see him winning more competitions. And Jag is someone who I feel like I was saying earlier, like <laughs> Jag gonna hold on to that button and they're gonna be like, why the fuck was Jag hanging on so long? Yeah. <laughs> and they're gonna be scared about that. So or like if another video competition happens and he does really well, they're gonna be like, mm-mm. So I do think very quickly. Like one or two weeks, he could be right on that block. So that's why I'm like, I don't think he got time time. Yeah, he don't have time time. I'll give him a five point five for smartness. Um, honestly, that's literally it for being the only nigga who know what the fuck is up. A little bit. Uh huh. I'll get. I gave Blue a four, so I'll give him a point five just because he's a little bit more aware. But I do think his position is way worse than hers, and he also. I think a bad thing about him is that he keeps going to people, but like I said earlier, he just doesn't have the allies that are helping him. I think if he links up with Corey, that'll be really good. Him, Corey, in America, if he can just work on Blue and Matt a little bit more, maybe they'll listen to him. But they seem snow. It's not even snow. It's blizzard. Like bitch. Like it's like. They are buried, bitch. Like, but and, and that's what sucks. However, they're not gonna put them up. Well, Matt, I honestly don't trust Blue. I think Blue would do whatever. So, <laughs> it it really depends. It really depends. But it they does seem like he has nowhere to go. They wouldn't even try with Blue. So I don't think it would happen. So I think he has America, Matt, and Blue. Not gonna put them up um, for now. But yes, boom. Let's move on to the fields, fam. Um, starting with Izzy is. <laughs> Izzy is. Izzy is um, what you got? <laughs> <laughs> I Izzy is just what I hate about Izzy is. Damn. That's not what I'm asking. <laughs> they play wise. What do you? What, what I hate it, it kind of goes back to the beginning of the podcast. It's just that I feel like her even more than Felicia. It's like she thrives to be on Ceres. Fel- like good side and and be in Ceri's circle and and decide what Ceri's deciding and and mm-hmm. and it just feels like a lot of times she has her own connections that she will throw away and I do think that her social game is kind of lacking at this moment like I don't think she's doing good at making these personal in depth connections with the people that she's working with as where where Ceri and Felicia they're taking time to do that to to reaffirm and reassure people I think a lot of her protection is coming from being her proximity to Ceri which I will say eat it up you know I think she's using that to her advantage she's definitely a fan of Ceri so clearly she knows if you work with Ceri baby you get to the end and you may win but mm-hmm. when you get into that she has all of these like random emotional moments where she's like well I know in this four I'm number four and I can't yeah. be Corey I can't be Jared I can't be Ceri and I don't know if I want to go to the end with Ceri and I don't know if I want to go to the end with Jared like who am I going to take and then she takes these issues to them Jared is getting annoyed by it Sari, I think she is dealing with it. I think three, I think three. Sari has dealt with a lot of crazy personalities over her years. Mm-hmm. So I think, and, and she also, I think, is a little bit, honestly, a little bit more scared that she was coming out. I think Jared's like, we can get her out. It's fine. But I think Sari's a little bit more like, we have to maintain. But I do feel like this is going to be a reoccurring issue. Izzy needs a lot of reassurance. And she's very paranoid and very emotional. All of that in connection. And she's a Sagittarius. So all of that in connection with each other is just like, It's almost always an explosion ready to happen. And I do think that if some shift can ever take place, Mm -hmm. um, she might be one of the bigger casualties because no one really, I think when you can break it down, 
who really likes Izzy? No shade. Yeah. Not like I think people, of course, like, like her being around. It's not like we just don't want her in the house, but I just think they would prefer any of her allies over her, and she realizes that. And I don't think she's doing anything mm-hmm. to fix that. Because I think Izzy could still ride them to the end and win, but she's not setting up any path for that to happen. Yeah, and that's my issue. Yeah. Um, because she's in the core. Because she's in the core, I'll say I'll say it's a six. Yeah, I think that I think that I think like it's crazy because she is emotionally uh, this very like emotional person. But I think that when it comes to strategy, she does well at you know pivoting and adapting along with Sari and going to people and having these conversations and helping bringing these groups together. She does a lot of good active work that benefits their entire group. But that's the issue. She's not playing for herself. Isn't she's not playing for herself. She's playing for the Fields family. And yeah. that's where her mistake is at because she's not going to win. I agree. I think she's in a great position. She is in a great position. She's in damn near every variation of a core that there can be, except the black one, because um, she's not black. But if she's black, she'd be in that too. So I think I like that she's so well insulated. Every positive about Ceri's position is damn near equal with Izzy because Izzy is seen more as Ceri's number two than even Jared is. There's cores that Jared isn't even in because Izzy's in it. You know, or or but Izzy is in it. And so I really do like that about her position. And she helps put in work for some of these situations. So that's cute too. But she's been really lacking on the gameplay. I do think she's gonna pick it up. She can't lack for too long. So I I I, I expect in the future for her to start doing a lot of more socializing and shit like that. But right now, she's being out socialized by damn near everybody in this alliance, down to blue, blue snitching on people and blah blah blah. Like Izzy's maintaining her relationship with Felicia, Jared, and Sari and Corey. But creating new relationships with the new people added into this structure, she's not really doing. So I'm going to keep her at the six, too. I have a lot of, like, I think if there's someone who can win, I think these next people are the people who I'm like could actually win the game. Honestly. Sari and up are actually have potential to win the game. <clears throat> um, I mean, Izzy and up. So I'm still, I'm still going to give her a six because she could probably still win the game, in my opinion. Miss mm-hmm. um, Felicia. Miss Felicia won HOH. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a successful HOH. It is technically, technically, yeah, because I mean, she has she, it out. she helped creating she helped create a new alliance. She's in a core within that alliance. She's in the core outside of that alliance with the Brown Sugar Babies. She's helping protect McCole in a lot of ways. Miss um, Felicia is creating really good relationships within this alliance with Jag, Blue, and Matt all individually. She also has a good relationship with America randomly. Um, so Miss Felicia has a lot of places covered. She's also in Bye Bye Bitches, so Bowie's covered. She's in Professors, so Red is covered, and you know, that's basically everyone in the house. So I think Miss Felicia is pretty damn safe. Might even be a little bit more safe than Ceree, because if people target Ceree, they're probably going to target Ceree and Izzy. Mm-hmm. You know? So I don't think anyone's going to nom Miss Felicia at this point. Actually, ever. I think Miss Felicia is making it in front of too. So I really like her position, and I feel like personally that her gameplay isn't um, bad enough for people to not just vote for her, but I think people will just not vote for her because she is up under Sari, 100%. Um, so it's like, hey, if you and Sari are Final 2, you're losing. If you're in Final 2 with Jared, you're probably going to lose. Um, if you're in Final 2 with Izzy, I wouldn't say you just need to lose because both of y'all was up under uh, Sari, but she might lose in that situation too. So when it comes to capabilities of winning, it's like, ah, but it's top 14. So fuck all that. I'm going to give her a 7. Yeah, Love it for her. Um, actually, I'm gonna give her a seven point five. I am love her position, and I think she's playing pretty decently. 
Mm-hmm. I think, I think, honestly, I, I, I think it's like, I agree with everything you're saying, but I think one of the main reasons why I don't want it, I, it would have been a seven, but I'm going to do the 6.5 only because I just feel like I don't like how she just shifts whenever Sari says something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, I think I saw a lot of that this week of just, we're saying this now, it's this. We're saying Very this now, so it's going to be this. Oh, like when, when, like she has the power to put anyone on the block. When the veto was won, and every single name, well, Mimi asked to go on the block. I don't care, but fuck it, Rand will go on the block. Fine, mm-hmm. or this person won, and I just don't like that because I do think that she has her own game separate from Sari. You know, she has her own separate relationships and things like that, uh-huh. and it sucks that instead of considering those, she kind of does what she she kind of just does whatever Sari wants, and that and that yeah. is just I don't I don't like that at all. But I don't mm-hmm. I don't think that Felicia is going home anytime soon. And I do think that she still has a potential to win. I mean, she, this is a huge resume move, and I think that it could be more to come because you know <laughs> if these comps are equitable, baby, <laughs> mm-hmm. she can win some more. But I really did not like that. I did not like that at all. Period. Um, how you feel about Mimi? Mimi, Nicole, I love Nicole. I do, I do. My sister, I do. So this week it started off. It started off really, really bad because she was included in this middleman alliance. You know, because she wasn't bringing Sari and the Fields family information. They felt like we don't know how much we can trust her. The gag is Nicole don't have any information because she ain't talking to nobody. But y'all and everything y'all know, like she knows. Like I don't understand. Like so, it's like. But because they're assuming that everyone is playing at the same intensity that they are, they assume that clearly. If she's not bringing us information, she's bringing somebody information or she's doing something with somebody. And none of that was the case. Now, I remember, like I said, that night when Bowie realized what was happening and she went to them and was like, hey, I want to be with you guys. I don't want to be a floater. And she literally ended up getting in an alliance that night. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is what Miko needs to be doing. She, yeah. went, she went to sleep that night. And I was like, shit. And I was like, okay, Mimi, wake up, do a 180, gag him. She mm-hmm. woke up, sat on the couch. Yep. Damn it, the whole entire day. Mm-hmm. But what I'm seeing slowly is Harp starting to be around them more. She's starting to talk gang with them a little bit more. Just giving them FaceTime. Because there was a lot of times, like, like literally, I was Here's watching me. that entire next day just to see. Because people would say it, but I never saw it. And I was watching. And Mimi would just not be around them. Um, but Mimi just be minding her business. You know what I mean? However. Minding her business in the big red house. That's what I'm saying. This is a social. be up in awe. Everybody is. And. and this is a social game, and that really, you know, I think at the end of the day, I'm not going to just blame Mimi for 90% delusional and paranoia, but at the same time, if she was strengthening those bonds, it would have never came up. So I think it's about, you know, it can go either way, but I think that, like I said, towards the end of this week, she's been really strengthening her relationships. Today, Suri mentioned that I believe Mimi is with us, but she wants to present like she's in the middle, which isn't even the case. She just minds her business, but they do think she's now with them, and they, she's not a name that's being considered as a target at all. She could be pawned, potentially, but she's not targeted. People are realizing where she stands because everything is getting exposed, and she's not in any of it, believe it or not. <laughs> but So, that's really good. However, I just think that it's very clear that her loyalty is to Brown Sugar Babies. She had a conversation with Jared today about the group and how they're doing this for a bigger cause and it means a lot and how it's very important. So she's she's exactly what I thought. She's loyal to that core. And 
that being her court, she's not going to end up working with Corey. There's not going to be the final two with Corey that we all hope for. She's not going to actually make a relationship with America. She has no relationship damn near with Blue, Matt, and Jag likes her, but they don't talk strategically. And the people in her in her own group, they're just now starting to like her a little bit more. Now, the good thing is she has a kind of pseudo proximity to Sari through Brown Sugar Baby. So she has a slight proximity to her. And because she's kind of on her good side right now, that's helpful. Maybe for like a top 10, top nine, maybe top six scenario. But because she's so loyal to the brown sugar baby of it all, I just think that that is going to eventually just fuck her up. Like, I think that Mimi will always be collateral damage at some point unless she does a complete 180. But I don't think she has the tools or information to do so. Or want or want, yeah, she wants to be loyal to the brown sugar baby. So that's really bad. Um, I'll say it's a 4.5. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just feel like the only way, literally the only way at this point we turn around is if she seriously starts working with Corey, which is not going to happen, and start just, I, I would love if she was in this position and she's loyal to the brown sugar baby, but she has a relationship with Blue, Matt, Corey, America, to where no one is considering putting her up and she's good on all fronts, but that's not even the case. Mm-hmm. She's just in the core of the brown sugar baby because the professors don't even exist anymore. Yeah. So it's like, ugh. Yeah, I agree with a lot of things you said. I'm going to give her a four. I just feel like... Damn! Sister! Sister! That thing, you brought me down. Um, I just feel like it, it's... it's first I put this all, on me! First of all, she was uh, thought about... First of all, she was first thought about a target. Um, when they the alliance was having a talk a conversation, then she was thought about as a pawn, and then they were like, "Well, maybe we can bring her in since she's not with any, with them, the other people." And Jag brought this up, and Jared, Izzy were the main people like, "No," and it's like Jared is in the Brown Sugar Babies. Izzy is friends and close allies with all of the Brown Sugar Babies, and they're your biggest ops. Nobody else said anything about you getting brought in. So it's like, I, Jared really does not seem to be that fond of her because even in that meeting, Felicia's like, oh yeah, we definitely have Mimi and Corey as numbers outside of the lines. And he's like, well, we have Corey for sure. And, and Felicia's like, well, we have Mimi for sure too. But I don't think Jared sees Mimi as a for sure. I think Jared sees Mimi as someone who can go preacher, someone who can go, go first in jury. I think she doesn't have the people in Brown Sugar Baby is prioritizing her. Maybe Felicia and Sari are going to try to start doing that a little more, but I don't think it's ever going to give enough because she hasn't been playing hard enough. She's kind of just been chilling. And I think she thinks that's a good strategy. And it is in the sense that she's not being grouped with these other people anymore, but that's all. That's all. You're not in the core. You could have been a part of it. And they said, no, <laughs> like it's, it's just, it's not really good for her. Well, she's in the Brown Street Baby Score, but she's not in the, in the big alliance. And they said no to adding her, which is crazy. I feel like them all being in the Brown Sugar Babies, McCall being in that eight would have been perfect for them if they actually cared about that it's alliance. It's not their actual core, though. And they don't care about that alliance. Their core is probably more so Crossroads than it'll ever be. It definitely is. And it's like, so because of that, I don't see a good path. I see her potentially making it to top six, potentially maybe winning the conference too, but she's not going to, I don't think she's going to make the end game with this type of gameplay. Definitely not. You're not doing anything. You're, you're not. Um, now to Jared. Body count. Pooh hunted. Pooh hunted Um, Jared is in a, okay, he's in a good position, but he's not that good of a player. Because niggas is clocking him left and right. America done clocked him. Jag done clocked him. Hysom done spread his name all through the mud. So a lot of people do not trust 
Jared, uh, that used to trust Jared, and he's not doing that good of a work of fixing that. He's focused on Blue a lot. Blue's not helping his game. He's helping Blue's game. He's benefiting almost nothing off of uh, linking up with Blue. There's people talking about, so maybe we need to know them together because they're showbands now. So it's like, you're you're like, honestly, his game is getting worse and worse each week. Um, but he's still, actually, he's the only person actually related to Tariq. We're talking about Tariq's sons. This is actually Tariq's son. So when it comes to proximity to Tariq, he is by blood. By blood, bitch. By blood. <laughs> so he definitely gets uh, the majority of that benefit. So even though I don't think he's playing that well, I don't think he's keeping up a lot of his relationships. I thought he was at the beginning of the week. But it just quickly went away. The way people don't even like Jag doesn't trust him at all. Yeah. Um, America doesn't trust him at all, and those aren't necessary people. And he still does have the trust of Corey. He still has Sari. He still has Izzy. He still has Felicia. McCole wants to work with him, so he has a lot of people still trusting him. This is a good amount of the cast, but he just overestimates his abilities. He thinks he can run Matt. He thinks he's running America and them still. And it's like, baby, they don't even trust you anymore. He did a terrible job at defending himself when Jack kind of called him out. So I just think when it comes to the skills of the game, he's lacking. That's why I'm like, uh, you're lacking at the skills of the game. But his position is just amazing because he's yeah. something. Still amazing. Even though those people don't necessarily trust him, they ain't going to get him out. They're not going to target him, nothing. So because of that, I'm going to give him a – I just feel like he's not playing good at all to me. So – um. The position is just there. Like he's almost a shoe in for the end game. That Corey relationship for real is clutch. Corey thinks that's his final two, like low key for real. I'm giving him a seven. I'm giving him a seven. And I think this nigga finna low key win the game, y'all. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. I think I think the seven is accurate. Um he he definitely like he definitely benefits a lot, especially like we know this last week. There's a shift now, you know. Jag Matt, Jag and Matt specifically, they're more loyal to Sari. The Sari, Felicia, yeah. Izzy side of things. Like, they're now going to them and they're considering bringing Jared in. It's not mm-hmm. Jared now getting y'all in, it's them getting Jared in. Yeah. It's like everyone trusts Jared through Sari because Sari trusts Jared. We trust Jared. And mm-hmm. every core alliance, and Sari makes one every hour that she's <laughs> in, he is going to be attached to in some way. And because she is his son, they're able to you know, basically run any group from the inside out because mm-hmm. he's able to disperse. And I think one of the good things he's doing for his position is his still his disbursement of yeah. um, speaking to several people. Now, like you mentioned, it's not necessarily doing good with everybody because there are people who still are questioning him, but he's allowing himself to be this free agent still. And I think that it's always going to come back to bite every single person in this game. Like even mm-hmm. America at some point this week felt comfortable yeah. telling this man enough that Serena and Izzy are on that side and we have to, you know, mm-hmm. kind of line up to go against them. And that, fucks her up and i think things like that are going to continue to happen even if jared doesn't even if jag doesn't trust jared now i think at the time if jag wants to flip he's mm-hmm. going to jared everyone is going to go to jared and i think if there's a if that's a some way somehow Suri does get cut and he's in final two i think jared does take it over felicia over izzy because at this point that's who he's going to be next to um because they're gonna have the votes as well. Like once all the make jury, all gonna have the votes. Like even if he's next to Corey, like it doesn't matter. They're all just gonna vote Jared. So mm-hmm. yeah, like he's benefiting a lot. That's why I'm gonna need to really just win. Cause I would hate, I would hate if she did all of this great work and Jared just wins from the benefit. It would literally give me between three all over again. Yeah. So don't want that to happen. But I do think that given the position, he's getting to play the game on an easier mode. And 
with the position, he's like he could he could just be sitting there. And I do like that. For example, the Corey relationship. He's told Corey about the brown sugar babies. He immediately told Corey about the seven deadly sins. Like mm -hmm. they speak very openly and, and it, it's I feel like, like that's good on Corey. Well, no, it's it's like at the end of the day, like Corey did extend the the branch, but you know there are people that he's extended the branch to in this cast, and they didn't bite at all. Yeah. And Corey is one of the main defectors potentially from the Sari family that could really fuck them up. And because Jared is continuing to present himself as someone that is so loyal to Corey, that's yeah. helping a lot. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a seven. It is. How do you feel? How do you feel about Corey? No, no, we talking about. I like Corey a lot. Um, he like that's the thing. Like he's an official Seals family. Like the way Sari, Jared, and Izzy have all separately said, they are only loyal to each other, and Corey, Corey and Felicia. And yeah, Corey yeah. gets mixed up with Felicia sometimes. Yeah. So Corey did a really, 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 really good job of ingratiating himself into this group. It reminds me a lot of what Ian did in BB14 when he went to Dan and uh, Brittany and created the Quack Pack, and he kind of just rolled that and he won his way to the end mm -hmm. now that would eat if Corey had a run like that that would be <laughs> nasty and I would love it because Corey is actually self-aware no shade to Ian like I don't think Ian was as aware of how people felt about him in the game and necessarily all of the social standings Corey has this entire group clocked as if he's the son for real you know what I mean I think he knows where everyone places that in the game and he understands his own place um the issue is he doesn't have the power because he's not Sari and he's not Jared for real he's just kind of connected to him so it's like because people that he could have like America now a target someone like Jag who he was at first targeting but now realizing he may need is also a target. Mm -hmm. He's not going to get Matt or Blue. Red and Cameron, targets. Mimi don't want them. So everywhere Corey is going to, he can't get help. And he can't win and make the target himself because Corey would be out. Mm -hmm. I think Corey's best bet to just stay in the game is stick with them because you'll he's getting top five. He's getting at least top five. They want him in their end game. And that's great because I can see Corey winning a good old nasty booth comp. Winning a good old nasty BB, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it could get really interesting this in game. And depending on who's there, you know, maybe if McCall makes it there, you know, she's forced to work with him because, you know, he's like, look, girl, we're, you know. So I don't know. I think there's a slight path, but it's mainly because of that proximity, too. I love that he's so aware. And I do think he has the potential to make a move. It's just, I mentioned earlier, I mean, Ceri's grip is strong. Okay, yeah. it is. And I just, don't think he'll ever get the chance. And if he did, the thing is, no, he won't go to Jared because he's now aware that Jared is close to them and he understands, like, he gets it. So it's like, honestly, he may just never get the chance to. And I think that he's aware, he's aware enough to know he might not. Like, for example, you wasn't saying this. Do you think if America were to win, does he just convince her to take out Surya or Izzy? I don't. I think he should. But the issue with that is if one of them go, his connection to the power structure is now gone. He kind of needs to pick up those pieces, maybe. Or Jared would, you know? The thing, I mean, a sloppier power structure ran by Jared or Izzy is better than Ceres. That's true, but he's not getting Ceri out. If he were to take someone out, it would be Izzy. Um, it's still better for him. I which which could help, but top four this is the issue. You know? Everyone knows America is going to tell Corey her plan. Period. Everyone knows America's closest ally is Corey. So if America ends up doing some shit, Sari and Izzy, paranoid ass, are going to immediately 
Corey didn't. Corey didn't know. And if Corey lies and says, "I don't know," you think Sari, mother of the entirety, is not going to talk? Like, I don't think it's going to work. And honestly, I don't think he should necessarily do it before certain other people go home. It's kind of still a lot of people here, babe. If she get too wobbly, it's like, ooh, the only people who really got Corey in the core is Sari and them. Yeah. Um, without them, he's not in nobody else's core yet. So it's like, it's. It's it's an interesting idea. I don't think I'd do it, and I don't think he should. I feel like he should, but also I feel like he shouldn't. It's because he probably's gonna lose regardless, so maybe he should just do it. But people in the game aren't gonna think that. People are gonna think, "What's my best way to the end?" And I think he does think he's probably gonna need to stay with them at least till jury, or at least closer to jury before he's doing this. It's top thirteen. I think he'd be scared. Um, but I will say about Corey. Oh, what do you what do you want to rank? How do you feel? I'm gonna go with a six point five. I just I think you know it would definitely be higher if he was able to keep some of those pieces that he wants, um, but they're leaving at a rapid pace. So you know he's set up for the end game, but it's going to be a hard pass dealing with the Fields family because he's you know he's an adopted member. Yeah, I don't think he's set up for the end game. Me personally, I I, I agree with a lot of every like everything else. I think Sari, um, it's just. In, in a typical season with a typical main person running it, he would be set up for the end game. This is Sari. I think once enough people are gone and she's looking at top 10 and it's easy to see everyone on the screen, she's going to be like, Corey has to go. Because if if it gets down to Corey, Blue, and Matt, and Sari is like, we got to take out Blue, I think Sari would, we would be calling Sari dumb. Like, Sari is not dumb. If it's literally just her core, Blue, Corey, and Matt, and she takes out Blue or Matt, she's stupid as fuck. And I know Sari is not stupid as fuck. And because it's Sari, who I think is one of the smartest players ever, I 100% think she's going to cut Corey before he gets to that to, to that five. I think it might be seven or eight, but I don't think Sari is going to allow Corey to make it that far. Sari is way smarter than I think to let Corey make final five. Letting Corey make final five would be the stupidest shit ever. Sari's not stupid. So I honestly don't think he's going to be... I think eventually, as more people go... His his threat level gonna keep getting talked about. Corey's gonna start getting talked because they still kind of sprinkle. We trust Corey, but every once in a while, but they trust him so much, which is good. But that's gonna go away when they start trusting um, a lot of people in the house. The house gonna be Izzy, Felicia, Jared. We trust all of them. So, and are we gonna waste an HOH on Blue when it's just Blue or Corey? No, we shouldn't. Um, and I don't think she would. I'm still gonna give him six point five. He's in a great position. Not a great position, but he's in a really, really good position. And I feel like he's, other than Felicia, Jerry, Izzy, Zuri, he has the best chance of winning this game. And he has a lot of great games since he's super, super smart. The connection with Jared is really, really good. Um, they might even try to cut Izzy instead of Corey. Like, they, even though I said what I said, and I think Zuri would be smart enough to cut him, there's potential for it to not happen for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I think Zuri is OP. I do. I think Sari is a big-ass boss, and I, I don't think she's going to let him slip by like that. That would be crazy. If Sari let him slip by, I would be like, oh, maybe I don't think of Sari the way I do, and I doubt that's going to happen. So that's why I'm like, ooh, he's playing against a monster. I would love to see Corey come back, or I would love to have seen Corey. Corey in America, the main two, I'm like, if, if they would have played in a just this normal, Corey probably could have won this season, in yeah, my opinion, um, without Sari, but Sari here, girl. Um, <laughs> speaking of Sari. Mother. This is my mama. She is actually Lee Fields and Cheryl Fields. Fine and everyone's a mom. I mean, mom. this is a mother. Is mother. Okay. Mother the Mary rides to the top. I am your leader. Yes, I am your leader. You not a believer. Fuck a bitch. 
Tari has an alliance with everyone in the house. What I really love about Tari is she's very um, good at making sure she's covered at all angles because the Matt Jag, her thing is so random, but so clutch. It's really going to make Matt feed her so much information, trust her more than everyone. I think Jared, Matt, Felicia, Izzy, McCole, all trust Tari the most. Yeah. I think Corey trusts her the second most. Blue in America, or Blue trusts her a lot too. The only people who don't trust her, Red trusts her the most too, after Cameron. Cameron trusts her the most too, after Red. Yeah. So Bowie trusts her the most too, after, really probably just the most. The only person who doesn't trust Tari the most is America, who is going home. Who Tari is talking about making sure goes home very soon. So I think Tari is going to be really, really good in this game. I think she's just going to walk to the end. I always felt it. I was just confused by the way she was playing the game. But now that we're three weeks in, I'm very certain um, of her gameplay. I think she really does know exactly what she's doing. And she's extremely good at this game to the point where I don't think that there's going to be a lot of room for anyone to take her down in this competition. I think if she doesn't win, it's literally going to be Jared. Um, I don't think she's going to let anyone else get close to that money but her or her literal son. So I'm going to give her a 9.5. Not a lot of mistakes that I feel like she's made. Even the people who are clocking her, I feel like if they take a target, Izzy's going to go home. And I don't even think they're going to take a shot because they still trust her. Red Red and Cameron clocked her, but Red and Cameron still trust her. So I think they'll win and take out Jack. Yeah. 100%. So I think she's going to win the game. I, mean, I, agree, I agree with all your sentiments only because I'm a little conservative and I'm like handing out nines and things that are going. I'm gonna say it's an eight. And I, I mean, honestly, everyone keeps talking about it. I mean, this is a masterclass strategy. We're watching her, you know, change the game, game changer, like the evolution of Big Brother. The way, honestly, she's mixing survivor strategy and, and turning it into this, this meta Big Brother strategy with yeah. these voting block alliances. I mean, the fact that she is in several onions, several cores across the entire season, there's not one person. Um, other than, you know, other than like, I will say like a Cameron that's considering her, but he has no power to take her out. Mm-hmm. Even if he wanted to, he would never get the shot. So I mean, I just think the hold that she has on this game is so mm-hmm. iconic. And, and because she's playing light years ahead of everyone in this game, no one can catch up to where she is. The like That's why the proximity to her. Is just giving people um, safety. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, this is probably, like I said, top tier Big Brother player, and I just think it, it's honestly phenomenal to watch. It kind of is. Like mm-hmm. last, like I said last week, it, it it is annoying when it's like there's no basis behind some of these things. But when you see her um, create these new cores and create these new structures, and she's at the center of this group, and she has a a final two deal with this random person, you know, and then. We mentioned this off the podcast. You was like how, you know, Izzy and Felicia, they're the ones who are seen as the mouthpieces. Like, Felicia arguing yeah. with Jag. Izzy will go yeah. off on the bitch in a minute. Sari <laughs> is the one. What? what? She said that? I didn't even talk to her. And then she's reassuring individuals like, did you hear that this person was coming after you? Yeah. Like, and she read that people were targeting her. The people literally. Her. And this is, this is what got Red so active. I mean, she's turning people against each other while also working with them all. I mean, it's See, like... See, this is a lot of positives. Uh, 8.5? 8.5? 8.5. 8.5? 8.5? Like, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Like, this I is mean, my she really is mother. Like I said, it's, it's only because I was like, 
damn, it's early. It's still week three. But there's no doubt in my mind that she's not going to be in this end game. And, like, yeah. it's so iconic. Like, they would have to fuck themselves up. And that's why I thought yeah. I thought last week the delusion yeah, like, turned them out. But now I just feel like this is going to It just fuels them. Yeah. yeah. She's this is gonna keep happening. This is gonna keep happening. It's gonna keep shifting. It's gonna keep moving. And she's now locked the game up to a point to where she can just do it freely. And yes. she's just gonna sit back exactly. and let her allies do it for her. And guess what? Exactly. She's aligned with everybody. Yeah, exactly. So anyone who wins mm-hmm. is keeping her. And even if safe. someone else isn't good in her alliance ever, she's good. One hundred percent. Period. So this is the this is the list. This is the order. Um. I think it's pretty good. I think the only thing, like, other than the proximity to her is that, like, I think Corey and Jag are decent players. Yeah. Like, Corey and Jag are, like, other than the Fields family, honestly, probably other than Sari. I genuinely think if this season was normal, like, if this season didn't have Sari in it, Jag would probably be running a majority alliance. You're really, Corey, you're really Corey would be snaking his way around. Who a 5.5? You really boosted Jag high with this 5.5 because, girl, he should not be higher than Matt. He would still be higher than Matt if I gave him a five. He shouldn't be having a five. <laughs> That's Sorry, point five off. Calm down. <laughs> um, I think I think Jack is just honestly just a better player than everybody else here, other than Corey and Sari and the Fields family. Um, like Matt is not doing anything. Please be serious. But yes, um, boom. This is cute. I like the rankings. Love it. We'll see how it progresses. Honestly, y'all, I just think everyone else's rating is gonna go lower and lower, and Sari's is just gonna go higher and higher. That's my my uh, perception. I just think Sari is going to continue to grow and grow and grow and become tens and tens and tens. Everyone else is going to be like, you know, well, you're just going to eventually go home because Sari's going to eventually win. Um, and that's literally probably it. That's how I be home. This yeah. happened. And uh, I will say, like, I understand because beginning this week before coming to this, it was like, I was like, Pharaoh, oh, don't be sad. Because, you know, BB24, very early on in the game, this is unwatchable. And yeah. I was like, I don't want it to feel like unwatchable because me, because I have a bias towards Serena a little bit. I'm like, I mean, I'm down for the ride. But I can definitely see how any Big Brother fan, you wouldn't, you probably wouldn't like what's going on here. But yeah, it's just going. And that thing, I don't think it's ever going to get unwatchable. It's still Mother. It's just, I think it's just going to become a little bit way. It's going to become more and more predictable every week. It's going to get okay, just a little bit more predictable. It's a little bit more predictable. It's already kind of starting to feel that way for me. Like I know. For, for Red or Cam- that's the thing I would love if it's a shakeup in Red or Camel one eight because then it's like oh never mind yeah. I was just I want America I would love but America, America. Would just take out Red and I'd be like oh, never mind <sighs> you're right so I kind of want Red but Red would just take out Jag and he would go back to Red and Cameron that's the it's all I thought like update that said Red and Cameron don't even like America now so it's like everyone is just stupidly oh, hating yeah. each other. And Sari is at the top winning. Two. So, regardless. It's still going to be a great season. I do I'm want America to get her HOH win before she goes. What, okay, what's your predictions for next week? What do you think is actually going to happen? And then I know you want America to win. Okay, you want America to win. Who do you want her to take out? If she were to win, she needs to take out someone in that core. Even if you go home next, girl, take out a big player. Don't get up here and take no. out Red or Cameron or Bowie. So she can get or You know what? No, 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 no. Because I did yeah. mention earlier. I did mention earlier. Okay. Maybe to make the move on Red and Cameron. Because I do think regardless of who wins, Red or Cameron is going home next week. I feel like that's definitely happening. Yeah. Um, Unless it's America. But I think that Red or Cameron target is too big right now. Mm-hmm. Um, And... I maybe if she's able to do that, I still want her to win because even if she does that, then she can build favor with them. So she needs to win and build favor with them potentially or get one of the motherfuckers out. But I do want America to win HOH. Mm-hmm. Okay. And who do you 
think what do you think is gonna happen? You just think Red's gonna go home regardless. And you don't think you don't have any thoughts about that, Joe. You just think Red's gonna go home next week, basically. Yeah, that's my prediction too. Most likely Red or Cameron. And I don't I don't it doesn't even matter who's HOH, it's probably gonna be Red or Cameron. Who's your favorite to least favorite? Maybe not the whole cast, but who's your two top favorite and two least favorite top skills? Favorites, Mimi. Um and Sari. Yeah, okay. it would be Mimi and Sari for most favorite. And least favorite would have to be mm, Jared pisses me off a lot, but is he my least favorite? He might be. He should be. Yeah, it might be Jared in blue right now. No one else is pissing me off. Karen yeah. was annoying and weird the first two weeks, but he really ain't did shit. It would be low, it would be Jared in blue. Yeah. They're annoying. I, yeah. <laughs> my most favorite is Mimi and Corey. Corey! He my top three most favorite. He up there with Mimi and Siri. Period. And my least favorite, Blue and Jared. Blue and Jared also. Um, I don't like Cameron either. You put all three. Is Jared giving Monty? You answer that. It's a fair comparison. A lot of the black men have been similar in a lot of ways. Eh. (laughs) It's like just a shot to the heart. Um... But yeah, I, I think I predict just Red and Cameron going home. Cakewalk for Sari. So I love that for this game. Um, give, give her her win again. Give her her tens. Give her her money and give her her ten. You didn't give her ten. You have eight point five. I will when she wins the game. Period. I know that. <laughs> um, but yes, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for keeping it real with the kingdom for tonight or whatever. Be sure to check in with our other videos on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We go talk about Big Brother and we talk about the challenge and Survivor and shit's gonna come up real soon. Right. So get in, get into all of that or whatever. Make sure you follow us at T Reality Kingdom or whatever. And girl, we're out. Period. Yeah.